going on, guys? Austin here with the Third Rate Podcast for the Fourth Rate Do List. Uh, this is going to be our first official podcast, so we're going to start off with a little intro. Um, my name is Austin. The other guy that's going to be with me today, his name is Austin as well. Makes things pretty easy. Uh, I'm going to be the main host, but we'll both be talking throughout the entirety of the podcast. So uh, that's that. Um, just to start off, I've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh since I was about six, seven years old. Stopped playing around maybe 12, 13 or so. Not that I didn't like it or anything, I just kind of grew out of it after a while. Had to go to school, you know, I just didn't have time for it, even though, you know, I loved collecting Blue Eyes, White Dragons, and Dark Magicians, and all that type of shit, but um, eventually you get to a point where you just don't have time for it. Uh, However, things do change, circumstances change, and I eventually got back into it when I was, you know, a few months ago, basically, about (laughs) six, six or so months ago. Um, you know, I am 25 years old, but I mean, it is such still a fun game. It's just evolved such like crazy. And to get back into it this time with all the stuff that's going on, um, it's just a lot, but you, you, you can learn it pretty easily. And, uh, I've had an enjoyable experience. It's funny cause Austin's actually the guy that got me back into the, into the fun art of Yu-Gi-Oh! So I have him to thank for that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, the deck that I play, and again, I play a variety of different decks, but, um... I play Eldritch mainly. I'm a big control guy. I like to do combos, so I also do do Halkifi Brax combos and stuff like that, but I'm more of a control guy for sure, so I usually end up playing Pure Trap Eldritch, uh, even though it isn't super successful right now in this current TCG meta, uh, which is fine. You know, that's just how shit happens sometimes, but it's still my favorite deck to play, so that is basically the main deck that I play, but uh, a little that's basically enough about me. I'll switch over to the other Austin here, and he'll give an introduction on what he does and how he plays, and uh, how long he's been playing, so Austin, take it away. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah, like you said, my name is Austin. Uh, both of our names are Austin. Best friends. Really bizarre. Our birthdays are very, very close to each other. Um, anyway, uh, with that being said, uh, just a little bit about me. I'm 23 years old. I've been playing the game of Yu-Gi-Oh! Probably, I didn't start uh, very young. Uh, I started a little bit later on, probably around 11 or 12 years old. Uh, played it a little bit with my friends, found out nobody really else liked it except me, um, and then I just kind of fell off from it. And then probably about four, I would say maybe about five, six years ago, uh, before I met Austin, I kind of started getting into it. And, um, you know, I started off playing Blue Eyes, because I absolutely love the Blue Eyes White Dragon. That's literally my favorite card in the entire game. Fight me. Um, and but the most of the stuff that I play nowadays is uh, Drytrons. I really like the Drytron Fairy variant. Um, it's he, he's a bully. My go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bully. Uh, yeah, I am a bully when I play. Uh, but yes, it is uh, probably by far one of my favorites that I played as far as just like getting combos off, um, being able to recur from the graveyard. Anyway, uh, but that's just the one I've been stuck on right now. But I've had a little bit of fun with some other stuff. Um, uh, a little bit of synchro stuff, uh, but mostly like blue eyes and um, uh, drytrons. But yeah, that's enough about me. Yeah, so that's uh, just a little basic intro. Um, we won't be doing that every podcast. We'll probably start it off a little bit different, but we might as well talk about a little bit about who we are and what we kind of came from and everything else. So uh, now that you guys know that, what we the way we break down the podcast is we have a few different topics that we go through. Um, we have about four or five different little zones that we like to call them. Um, that we kind of just go through each discussion. So we start off with a little market watch, and we'll discuss. We'll both. We'll each discuss two cards that kind of 
I we would we like to say you want to keep an eye on some stuff that you could maybe sell later at a later date because it's increasing in price or the meta's changed to the point where it's increasing the value of it and it's essential for uh, specific decks that are coming out. Um, as well as we'll you know we'll talk a little bit about about how both cards work, their function in the meta, what decks you can play them in, and uh, why they're good at what they do and why they are ex expensive or as cheap as they may be. Um, so I'm going to start off with a couple of different cards that I've uh, done a little bit of research on and I know because this guy over here that I'm podcasting with currently used to wreck me with this card and lock me out of special summoning all the time. So, um, Nightmare Corruptor Ebly right now, if I remember correctly, I got to actually check here cause I can't remember what the price was on it. I know it's in the top three, um, of stuff here. Let me just check and see what this is. Top three shifting. Yeah, it's and, it's and number three these, right now. Uh, that we're it's, going off of. Yeah, so right now it's yeah. I mean it's at seventeen dollars. It used to be like a four or five dollar card. It's it's increased by one hundred forty percent. So I mean it's it's up there. I mean Nightmare Corruptor Ebly is an amazing card. I mean you used to lock me out a lot of the special summoning with that card, and it was all the time. It was ridiculous. Ibley lock. So, yeah, I mean you, what's crazy about the Ibly lock is I mean it you know it's a soft lock. It's not super hard to get over if you run like an Almirage or a Link Rebo or anything like that. But like again. And again, I don't know, is Nightmare Corruptor Ebly, is it a level 2 or is it a level 1? I think it's a it level... It is a level 2. Yeah, so you, uh, can't, even, you can't even link your Ebo it away. Attack and defense is 0. Yeah, you can't even link your Ebo no, that card away. it has away. to be... Um, it would have to be done with a Talkback Lancer or, I believe, a All Mirage. Yeah, yeah, an All, an All Mirage works completely. It's just, like, not a lot of people run that, so, like, it can really, can really hard fuck a lot of decks in a lot of circumstances. Um... And again, what's crazy about that card, I mean, you can play it in Access Code Talker. I mean, you can play it in Code Talkers. You can play it in Solomon Gray. You can play it in a lot of cyber-centric cyber decks, and it doesn't really... It, it can be used as both an extender and a tool to really lock, your out, lock out your opponent from doing basically anything, at least for the first couple of rounds. So, I mean, what he used to do is he would get out his code. He would start off by sending me... He would search off Corruptor Ebly, I think. I mean, you remember the combo on how to do it. I mean, you want to talk a little bit yeah. about the combo and what it did? I mean, I can't quite remember. Yeah, basically you want to have, uh, you know, you have your basic hand of the Lady Debug and a uh, Micro Coder. And once you go into your Code Talker, which is the Link 2, uh, and you have, but the thing about it is the easiest way is once you get, you want to have the sign at codec out there on the field first. So that way you can get that Ibly attribute, uh, which is the dark attribute. Mm -hmm. Instead of getting like a microcoder, you can just get Ibly. Uh -huh. um, but it, you can't really get Ibly unless you special summon it. So you want to maybe have like a, what's his name? I can't think off the top of my head. Uh, but basically the normal, the, you, the monster that you normal summon and then you, or that you activate for a thousand. Uh, oh, balance, a thousand balance, Lord. Bouncer Lord. Yeah, yes. that, that Bounce, guy. Sorry, <laughs> Bouncer Lord. Yeah, so yeah, if good. you have Bouncer Lord, if you have Bouncer Lord, then you can use Bouncer Lord's effect to summon Ibly and just link it away. Um, or you know that the best. That's what you want to do, and then so you can give it to them, and then so it locks them out to only. Uh, only Cybers monsters. Yeah, that <laughs> honestly, that that card is can be pretty oppressive in the right situation. Like a lot of rogue decks don't run all mirage because they use their extra deck for a lot of other stuff. Um, so 
Which, again, you know, I can't blame someone for not using all Mirage. It's not a staple in every deck. But, I mean, in the meta right now, you kind of have to run it to get yourself out of some sticky situations. Just like a lot of Eldritch players run Link Spider just in case. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Nightmare... I mean, not Night only that, but it... You go ahead. You're good. Yeah, not only that, but, I mean, like, if you normal summon Ibli, then you can special summon a Link monster from the graveyard. Oh, yeah, I know. It's effects. It, it has some good, like, it has some good effects. Like, it, Nightmare Corruptor Ibley has, has screwed me over more times than not. Like, the card's really good. I've, I've scooped a lot to that card, especially when I don't have the out for it immediately. I mean, because, I mean, here's the thing. If you don't have the initial out for the Corruptor Ibley and you're playing an Axis Kotaker deck or, like, a, or, a, or I'm sorry, a Kotaker deck or, like, a Solomon Great deck, like, they're just going to go into their Access Code Talker turn two, you know, boost its effect to 5,300, and then have a couple different attributes to destroy all your shit. So, like, the potential for OTKing after setting down the Corruptor Ebly Lock is is pretty damn high, in my opinion. Like, it, it definitely... This is, a great de this is a great card to use with Solomon Greats. Or, um... Uh, I think you could probably even run it with Tribrigade too, if you wanted it to. If you wanted to. Yeah, it's not. It's not limited. Like we're not saying that it's not that it's limited to Cybers at all. Like it really just depends on if your if your deck can run it. You know, I mean, it's it's a pretty splashable card depending on the deck that you're running. So, um, but yeah, that's that's one of the cards. One of the cards that we that I wanted to look at. I mean, it's it's probably going to continue to rise in price just because I know how splashable that card can be in a lot of decks. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets a little bit higher. I'm not expecting it to go too crazy. So, I mean. If you don't need that card right now, it's probably a good time to let go of it. I mean, coming in at 17 bucks when it used to be 4 or 5 is pretty high. So if you don't need that card, I mean, you could make a quick buck off of it for sure. Or keep it and use it for your strategy. So, <laughs> I mean, even I mean, even the Ultra Rare from the Gold Sarcophagus 10-pack, um, that, I mean, it still has, it, I mean, it doesn't have, like, the Flame Destruction price. But still, if you have Ibley from the Gold Sarcophagus 10 you know, you uh, at that rate at that point, I'd probably just keep it. But if you have no point and you just are holding on to it to see what you can use with it, I probably would just sell it because you could probably get more, um, more from the ultra. You could probably get more out of the ultra rare. Um, it just depends on if you play if you you know the right buyer at the right time. But yeah, it's it. There's no question. You should probably want to run this um, if you can. If not. Yeah, I, I mean, for me personally, I probably, I'd probably just sell it. To be completely honest with you. Yeah, but I mean, if it, if if your deck can turbo it out with its main combo, just kind of like how people sit on Avramax or Mega Clops will still go into their combo. If you can, if you can turbo that card out to your opponent's side of the field and still get off nearly your full combo, I mean, it's worth it. It's just the card is that good. Like it, it, it is that good, and there's a reason it's been rising in price. I mean, there, there's a reason it's gone up 140 percent. So. Um, but yeah, that's that card. So I want to do. I do want to talk about Alpha Master of Beasts. This is a card that I've always liked, and I've always been um, curious about playing it. it. It's a really, really interesting card. So I'm gonna read the effect here really quick. Uh, it is a Earth uh, Beast. It's an effect monster. Obviously, it has 3,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Uh, it's a rank eight or a level eight. Cannot be normal summon slash set. Must first be special summon from your hand while the total attack of all monsters your opponent controls is more than that of all monsters you control. Um, you can target any number of beast warrior, beast, and or wing beast monsters you control. Return them to the hand. Then return face-up monsters you control to the hand equal to the number of cards you return to the hand. Also for the rest of this turn, Alpha, the master of beasts you control, cannot attack directly. You can only use this effect of Alpha, the master of beasts once per turn. 
Um, so I like this card just because it can be kind of a little disruption in terms, like, if stuff kind of hits the fan with Tri-Brigade or any of your Ancient Warrior stuff or, like, Zodiac-type stuff, this, this card comes in handy quite a bit just in terms of kind of providing a way to get stuff off the field and kind of returning stuff back because it is a big body, which is nice. It's like I've always... Someone made a thread recently on the Yu-Gi-Oh! forums about, uh, you know the negativity of hand traps in the current meta and how they've kind of destroyed a lot of the stuff. And like, I, I like hand traps, but a lot of people absolutely hate them. And the point they made, um, was that like lingering effect hand trap stuff that special summon a body, right? Something like, you know, fantastical dragon phantasme that doesn't necessarily negate a board, but still provides a very big body while also providing a little bit of a negation in the effect that it has, because, you know, a card like Fantastical Dragon Phantasme allows you to go plus one. It's a 28, I think it's a 2800 body or like a 2500 body. I can't remember. It's a 2500 body, I think, and you can have, it has an effect where you can, you can negate a monster, a monster effect that, or negate an effect that directly targets a monster that you control. So like, it's a body that, you know, punishes your opponent for overextending or doing too much, I guess. I mean, it doesn't really punish for anything. I mean, I mean, 80% of people run link monsters nowadays in their deck, but um it, it's just it's similar to that Al alpha just kind of provides a little stopgap for you if, if shit hits the fan and it's a big body as well so i mean it can't i mean the fact that it can't attack directly that turn kind of sucks um but i mean if you're doing stuff and uh it i mean the thing is it, it is targeting so depending on the deck that you play it might not have perfect interruption I mean, if it was a non-targeting return to the hand, that'd be pretty broken because then, I mean, if you got three or four winged beast monsters out there, you could return your opponent's whole hand. It'd be, that'd be a little bit busted. But, I mean, I think it's a pretty balanced card, and there's a reason it's gone up as much as it is. So, Because um, I think the price... Yeah, it's increased 55%. So it's an $11 card, and it used to be less than that. Like, I used to get it for quite cheap. I think back in the day, I mean, I actually think it used to be more expensive when it first got released because it was pretty broken. It's kind of like how, uh, uh, what's that new card that's coming in the OCG? Oh, yeah, so King of the Sky Prison, man. That card is is nuts, and which is I think people need to watch out for that too. I mean, that that makes my deck pure trap elb that's just like, whoo, boy, like being able to protect your back row while that card's revealed in the hand so it can't be stopped is like fucking nutty, dude. Like... Like, and the fact that you can also set a spell <clears throat> slash trap from your deck, activate it the following turn, and then it gets banished so it still resolves if it, you know, if it doesn't get negated. <laughs> I mean, that, that card is disgusting. Like, that that is, like, an amazing, and it's a rank 10. Like, it's a fucking level 10. So it's, like, it's immediate, it's immediate trains fodder. Like, that's Infinitrack fodder just right off the bat. So, um, yeah, that card's going to be ridiculous, too, and will probably increase heavily in price. But uh, Master of Beast is a good card if you got him. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to increase too much in price, honestly. I mean, people might start playing it more with Tri-Brigade, but, I mean, Tri-Brigade hasn't really had that problem, like, at all. They're a pretty damn recursive deck. Um, Revolt kind of makes the deck that way. So what would you say? Would you say <laughs> hold on to it or get rid of it? No, I'm going to say hold I think you should, I mean, it really it's really up to you. Like, I mean, it's going to probably not increase too much in price. I mean, you could get rid of it and make five or six bucks off of it, but... Or, I mean, if it goes down and sees no play, I mean, it could go back down to 3 4 $2, and then it's nothing, you know? So, yeah, I would say get rid of it if you don't need it. It's a good card, though, so if you can incorporate it into your strategy for a little bit of disruption and a little bit of recursion, I mean, it's not a bad card to have at all. So, um, 
yeah, so that's it for the two cards that I have, uh, both Master of Beasts and Nightmare Corruptor. Really see if you have those and see what you can do with them. Good cards, but, I mean, if you have the wherewithal to get rid of them and you don't need them, you can make some money off of them. So, uh, Austin, what do you got? All right, so today uh, the two cards that I am going to be talking about uh, will also kind of move into this next into the next segment that we talk about for today's uh, deck profile and today's deck archetype that we're going to be discussing. The ultimate wizard in terms of uh, attack and defense. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of wait. I want to hold on, hold on, hold on. Before let's talk about ult, talk about ultimate wizard. There, Let me just read this really quickly. There's a teaser to what the next topic's going to be about. The ultimate wizard in terms of attack and oh, defense. Twenty five hundred. 2,500 attack, 2,100 defense. Oh, it's so good. Oh, God. Okay, so <laughs> let's get back on topic here. No, go, go ahead. Sorry, uh, <laughs> so, today, so today's card, and I found kind of interesting as to why, I, I just thought it was kind of weird, is Magician of Chaos. Uh, Magician of Chaos, it's a ritual monster. Um, right now it has shifted up to 45%. Why? Well, let me tell you why. <laughs> Because with this next deck, with this next box, Battle of Chaos, let's we just leave that, put a pin in that for later. Um, <laughs> it's going to become, I, I think, honestly, I don't think it'll become a staple. I think it'll become something, it'll be a good card to have. So, and a lot of us, you probably already have it if you don't think about it. Um, chaos card, summons with chaos. Uh, chaos. Talk with, say what do you have? Do you have the effect? Do you want me to read the effect really quick? I can read it. No, I got, I got it. it. Uh, so you can ritual summon this card with Chaos Form. Great card. Uh, this card's name becomes Dark Magician. Very, very important. That that text is super important. While it is on the field or in the graveyard. Uh, when a spell or trap are activated, uh, quick effect, you can target one card in the field and destroy it. Uh, target, destroy. This ritual summoned, destroyed by a battle card effect. You can special summon one Chaos or Black Luster Soldier <laughs> ritual monster from your hand, except Magician of Chaos, ex ignoring its summoning conditions. Now, the reason why I, I think that is gonna, it's going to be, I would say maybe like r maybe run one or two of, but that is, I think, with this next upcoming uh, deck profile and the box coming out, I think it is definitely a worth purchase if you don't have it. If you have it, keep it because it will definitely go even more up in price, I think, personally, within these next couple of months. Right now, average is about $12. Lowest is about $10. Highest says that somebody sold it for is $50. I believe it. Um, that's a good card, man. I would keep that. I mean, sh I mean, if you can play so, it. Mm -hmm. But it's it's shifting. It's shifting up more, and I think <coughs> it'll continue to shift more within these uh, within this next month to two months. Um, I think I think it's literally going to be it's going to be almost. I think it'll might get up to like seventy five bucks personally, just because just because of this next crap that's going to be coming out. All right, uh, next card, which I. If you are running the Dark Magician uh, deck, I think you should definitely get, if you don't have, is Fusion Deployment. Uh, Fusion Deployment has shifted 21%. Uh, average is about $18. Lowest is about $14. So it's definitely uh, affordable if you're going for the more Fusion route uh, with it. Um, fusion Deployment, reveal one Fusion Monster in your extra deck. And Special Summon from your hand or deck one of the fusion materials whose name is specifically listed on that card basically is a free dark magician um in my experience it's just literally a free dark magician or dark magician girl 
um, if you're running, if you're doing that. So, or, I mean, if you're running Dragoon, you can special summon um, Red Eyes Black Dragon because it is listed on Dragoon's card. So, I think if you're running a fusion heavy deck, that is a great card Jeez, to get. $13. Uh, Eternity Code. Yep. Yep, yeah, $13 at its lowest. Uh, highest is highest is almost $50. So, great card. If you have it, don't get rid of it. <laughs> uh, if you want to make a buck, I would say wait a little bit more until uh, Battle of Chaos comes out. Um, if you're just into buying and selling cards, not just playing them. Um, especially with Eternity Code still being like kind of new. I would say it's like brand brand spanking new, but it's still, if you have it and it's just having it laying around, I would probably just keep it and wait for it to shift a little bit more before selling it. But yeah, those those are my two cards for today. So just just before we shift into the next segment here, you guys, I just, I, I didn't, because I learned this today listening to another podcast. Did, did you know that Dante mills for cost? You can't ash his mill. <laughs> no, you can't. Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's, busted. that's so busted, dude. Like I've always been like, oh, why do why why is there a meme about Dante like always sitting the ban list and him dodging shit? And then I'm like, oh, so you you can't ash his mill. He literally fucking mills for cost. Okay, <laughs> like that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, those are the, that's the market watch that we have right now. I mean, we're gonna try to do this every week with the market watch just because we. Uh, I mean, there's gonna be certain cards that come in and out of the format really quickly. Like I've always thought that you know there's gonna be a time and day for Witch's Strike to have its day. I hope, please. I just love that card so much against Drytron. <laughs> if, if if you get it if Never. you get it to resolve, please don't. Oh man, that card is just unbelievably good. If I can get it to resolve, it just never wants to fucking resolve. That's the problem. Um, never. So yeah, that was the market watch, you guys. Uh, Nightmare Corruptor, Ebly, Alpha Master of Beasts, and then Austin's two cards. Uh, what were they again? They were the fusions. What was it? Deployment. Fusion deployment. It was the ritual monster. Wow, how chaos, could you forget? How could you Dark forget? Dark Master of Chaos. Ding dong. I can't remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Magician of Chaos and Fusion Deployment. Nice. Okay, so yeah, those are the four cards that we got for you guys. Uh, so the next topic, since he kind of, you know, gave a little bit of a sneak peek into it, and again, he's going to be talking more about this throughout the whole podcast just because, you know, I do know a little bit about Dark Magician. I, I, I know enough about the deck to know how it functions and how it plays and the sp- certain specific play styles that go with it um, and kind of what to hit now. Um, it's not always best to hit Dark Magical Circle, obviously. So, <laughs> um, But he's going to be talking about Dark Magician. We uh, We recently got pretty excited because Dark Magician got a lot of new support uh, in the OCG and stuff that's coming over to the TCG. It makes the deck quite a bit better, in our opinion. Um, it's still a, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, whether we think it's meta, rogue, or casual, and I'm still kind of divided on what I think it is, but, I mean, Austin will talk a little bit about it, too, in the later segment. But um, we're first going to talk about, I mean, if you guys don't know a lot about Dark Magician, I mean, Dark Magician is, you know, it's a classic deck. I mean, it's it's akin to Joey's, you know, you know, Red Eyes, I mean, there's, there's, it's just a very classic deck. I mean, it's, it's Yugi's I card. summon Dark Magician you know from my hand <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, without tributing I anything. Mean, anybody who's watched Duel Monsters <laughs> knows that if you normal summon without tributing Dark Magician, you basically won the game right there, right? Like, that's how it works. <laughs> my um, faithful companion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, he's going to be talking about the new Dark Magician support. Uh, he'll introduce Dark Magician and how the deck plays a little bit, and then we'll go, uh, into its history, the Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list, and where it's featured at, and then a bunch of other things. So, uh, Austin, take it away on your, uh, you're the Dark Magician Master here. Take it away and let us know how it is. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, yes, absolutely, and thank you for that. Uh, with the announcement that has recently just made been made within the last month of Battle of Chaos, I practically lost it when I saw that these, speci these specific cards that they have listed on this. Let's just go ahead and take a moment to like uh, list those cards off. Uh, first, uh, first and foremost, uh, Illusion of Chaos, um, at a Ritual Monster, uh, 21 attack, level 7, defense 2500. Uh, second card I want to talk about is Dark Master of Chaos, which is the box art monster. Um, also a very, very great card. And then we'll uh, Magic Karibo. And then we also have uh, a couple of other cards here, too. Let's take a look. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> yeah, because you're not, you're not uh, using... Magician, they're not all uh, Magician amazing. Magician Salvation. Yeah, good. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying. No, no. By all means. Like, by themselves, absolutely not. Uh, Magician Salvation. But there's some good ones have, that you gotta uh, use. <laughs> spell card, Magician Salvation, and then we have sh Shatter, Shatter the Darkness, and then we also have uh, Tamias, Dragon of Destiny. Now, let, let me go ahead and discuss the first card here, which uh, Illusion of Chaos. Uh, Illusion of Chaos, I think, is absolutely busted. <laughs> let, let me tell you why. Uh, you can ritual summon this card with Chaos Form. Who cares? Who cares if you have Chaos Form? Because you won't run it in this deck. Um, <laughs> you can reveal this card in your hand, add one Dark Magician or non-ritual monster that specifically lists the card in this text from your deck to your hand, then place one card from your hand, from from my hand, yes, from my hand on top of the deck. When your opponent activates a monster effect, quick effect, you can return this card to the hand, and if you do special summon one Dark Magician from the graveyard, and if you do that, negate the effect. Okay, that's great. It's a really long, really long and boring text. Basically, the ideal of this card is you want to have it, honestly, in your opening hand, and because of that reason is you reveal it to your opponent, and you grab a Dark Magician card or one non-rituals monster that specifically lists the text on this card and get it to your hand. And so, if I don't have... Um, if I don't have one of those things, use that card and I can send another card that is a dead card in my hand, send it back into the deck and shovels the deck. Um, next card is our fusion box art, uh, monster, which is, uh, dark master of chaos, dark magician plus one chaos or black luster soldier ritual monster. Well, nobody's running, going to want to run black luster ritual monsters in this deck. Uh, so, uh, I mean, so some we're going to go man. with, you never know. You never know. <laughs> true, true. You're, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. But I would, it, it would be the smart, more smart choice not to. And then once, um, it, just quick thing. So once, once we talk about the cards too, let's also go into just for people that don't know a lot about Dark Magician, because I'm assuming you know a little bit about its history and stuff on the ban list and stuff like that. Because it has had some cards featured on there. So once, well, after you introduce these new cards, especially the ones that you use in your deck, let's talk a little bit about just the the strength and weaknesses before the support. And then it's history, just so people kind of know how okay. the deck plays. Because then, uh, I mean, the thing is, we we the, the, this deck plays a lot differently now with this new support. So if you guys don't know, I mean, the deck the deck is a little bit. It's it's very. It's not, I'm not gonna say stun based. I don't know how I would how I would describe Dark Magician. Like, it relies a lot on Dark Magician, obviously itself, but it really isn't a combo deck, and it isn't susceptible really to cards like Nibiru or anything like that. Um, uh, I mean, what do you? Wh wh where would you? It's a how, control deck. Yeah, it's a con as you say, you can say it's, it's a control, control deck. deck. So, I mean, before before these cards were introduced, Austin, where uh, I would say the way that I play it is more control. Yeah, and before these cards were introduced, I mean, what would be your what what would be like the dark magician play to get out stuff? I mean, for people that run the cards or have faced it, you know, in, in competition. <laughs> I mean, 
basic basic things, you know, is Eternal Soul. Um, also having Magician's Navigation is super helpful. And then also having, like, your obvious Magician's Rod with um, to get uh, Dark Magic Circle. Um, it, it's basically you want you want to be able to cycle, recycle, recycle your Dark Magicians, Dark Magician Girl. Um, you would also you would also probably run more Apprentice of Illusion Magician, um, not as much as you would anymore. Uh, and then you would run another spellcaster monster. Uh, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, but it's if you draw it, if you hard draw it. Then you can special summon it, oh, I think I know what you're and then about. if it if it attacks a dark monster, it gains that much attack. Um, that that one was that, that one was a good play for OTKs, because uh, because realistically you don't you you don't have a whole like you don't have a whole lot of monster stuff going on on the field all at once. You basically want to break your opponent down and be able to get him, you know, be able to shoot over his stuff or attack him directly. Um, so, uh, I'm going to go back to the Dark Master of Chaos here. Uh, if Fusion Summon, you can target one light or dark monster in your graveyard and special summon it. Um, and then I contribute one light and one dark monster and banish all monsters your opponent controls. Enough said about that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that uh, card, can we, can we just talk about that really quick? Like, that's, 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 it, that's a non-targeting yeah. banish, right? That's a non-targeting mass banish. Yeah, yeah, so, so does the card does the card have any does it have any monsters. protection? Does the card it doesn't have any protection, right? Like it, it can still be destroyed by battle of card effects and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, it can be targeted and stuff. It doesn't doesn't pull like an Avramax. Yes, it definitely it it definitely can. Is yeah, it, it's if 3, it's destroyed attack? by battle or card effect, you can target one spell in my gray red. Is it three thousand attack? Uh yes. Three thousand attack to, uh huh. Level eight. Like I'm sure I'm and I'm curious to see. I mean I mean that's such a powerful effect in and of itself. I mean the fact that it doesn't have any protection kind of sucks. It doesn't make the card bad at all. Like the card's really good. It's a great um, boss monster. Yeah, I mean get I mean, yeah, it's just kinda like how Draglubleon It's a great monster boss monster. It's just yeah, it's just like how Hard Earth Dragon banishes everything at the end of the phase if you get it to stay on the field. Um yeah, that's a good card. Okay, yeah, exactly. you, you can continue, sir. I just you can, I just always that effect always if you, gets if you me, can man. if you can resolve its effect. If you can resolve its effect, it's a great day. It's like me running Memories of Hope and drawing three. <laughs> drawing four. Um, it's ridiculous. Now I'm going to talk about everybody's furry friend, Karibo. <laughs> Magic Karibo. During this card the main sucks. phase, main or I'm just kidding. <laughs> during the main or battle phase, if you took it's a okay. damage by battle or opponent's card effect this turn, you can send this card from your hand to the graveyard special summon one dark magician or dark magician girl from my deck or graveyard. Uh, if a if a face up uh, spellcaster monster you control is destroyed by battle or opponent's card effect, you can add this card from your graveyard to your hand. Now, I don't see this getting a whole lot of play um it is a great toolbox card to have but it, it is very i would say it is very situational with this with the new support um it's cool that konami released another karibo card uh, as if they don't have a million of them already um <laughs> come on man everybody's think, favorite uh, archetype is karibo i think bro. it definitely <laughs> Yes, Karibo. Let's just it's turbo, turbo Karibo, uh, in this next meta. Please, please do that. Dude, I would, I would be all for um, a Karibo tier zero deck. Like, send it to me. It's what I need in my life. It is. Uh, this little furry friend is, I think, is very situational. Um, now, 
what the value of it if it, if it sees more play i think i i just i don't know i i really i really haven't found it very useful uh but i think it is still cool nonetheless that it's a little furry friend cosplaying as dark magician i think that is cool um next card i think is really great uh magician salvation basically activate magician salvation set one eternal soul um I think that is a really great thing to have so that way you can search the eternal soul um, so that way you can play less of them so that way you're not getting a bricked bunch of eternal souls and somebody popping eternal souls and there goes all your monsters. Um, so I think that is a great card that they added to that. Uh, next card uh, is a spell card, uh, Shatter of Darkness. Now, Shatter the Darkness, I'm sorry. And is a spell. It is a continuous spell. Card. It is a gr it is a absolutely phenomenal card. I think this no, should it's be trash. A, a staple. <laughs> it sh I think should be a staple in this deck. Um, if you normal summon or special summon a non-token normal monster, uh, dark magician, dark magician girl, um, uh, then I can draw one card, and that's at any time, any time. <laughs> uh, is it is it hard once per turn when, though? Is, or is when, it not? Uh, it's not hard once per turn, right? The effects... Uh, like, what does it say specifically? I does it say use this effect of blah, blah, blah once per turn, or does it say act... Or does it say, like, act... Or? That's... At the end of the text, it does say that. But, so... Uh, it says draw one card. That's still when great. It, the, when the, an draw one is always nice. <laughs> yeah. When an attack is declared involving your monster listed below within an opponent's monster, uh, that and that's at any time. That's when I attack somebody, and that's when you attack me. You can make the monster gain attack equal to the opponent's monster's attack until the end of the turn. So, so if your only situation is to have out a Dark Magician or a Dark Magician Girl, or even a Dark Magician's Rod, it gains attack. Or if you have Magician Souls normal summoned, you just basically crash them both. Why not, Konami? Why not? <laughs> um, and that's a level 5 or higher normal monster, or a monster that was ritual summoned using a normal monster, or a monster that was fusion, synchro, or XYZ summoned using the normal monster as material. So, if you use a Dark Magician for an XYZ, if you use a Dark Magician for a fusion, if you use a Dark Magician for a synchro, that monster will gain attack. Uh, busted. End of story. Yeah, it's basically uh, a moon mirror shield on crack for dark magicians. Like, absolutely. I mean, the card, the card, you you've beat me with it a lot. Like, I've I've been fucked by uh -huh. it like pretty damn hard. Like, it, it's it's a really really good card, honestly. Like, I it's a continuous card, right? Yeah, it's a continuous spell. It's a continuous. Yeah, that, continuous that, card, spell. that card is nutty. Um, it that I think that that card. I mean, it's not it, it's not an essential requirement. Like, it's not something. I mean, I don't know. It kind of is though. Like, honestly, it can save you in a lot of situations. Um, so I think it's great. I think it's a great card to have, and I think a lot of and I think you're going if you're a dark magician player, you should definitely invest in having at least three of them at least uh minimum two um so now i'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next card which i think is going to be the next verte anaconda for dark magician <laughs> decks now uh tamias the dragon of destiny is this is this is Level this one i just gotta ask i just got this is the guy that gets out the fucking dragoon every every game against me right 
Yeah, th- th- every this time. card is is not busted. Yeah, I don't I don't like this card. <laughs> uh, it is it is uh, a great if good. you're a dragoon player. It is absolutely a must need. Um, light dragon, twenty eight hundred attack, eighteen hundred uh, defense, level eight. Uh, you can send one spellcaster monster. Or one spell or trap that lists Dark Magician in its text. Well, that's great. I have so many options. I have Magician Salvation Field Spell. I have Magician's uh, Dark Magical Circle. I have Magician's Rod. You know, you got uh, a lot of oh, that's not even, and that's not even counting the fact that I have a Dark Magician, probably a Dark Magician monster or spell or trap uh, in my hand. So if I don't want to get rid of anything on the field, oh well, I can just send it from my hand to the graveyard. Uh, special summon this card from your hand. Great. Okay, now it's on the field. During your main phase, you can special. You can during your main phase, you can fusion summon one fusion monster from your extra deck using. It's got it's got a twenty eight hundred body, right? Yeah, a twenty eight hundred body beat stick if it gets negated. This would be the card to hit. <coughs> If you have a hand trap, if you have an effect veiler, that would be the card to hit. Imperm, if a card to hit. Because yeah, you have to hit if this, I get that guys. card out, <laughs> if I have this card, if I have that card out and I have a dark magician or a dark magician girl in my hand, I can then get out Dragoon, or I can get out Dark Magician the Dragon Knight. I can get out Dark Magician Girl the Dragon Knight. I can also get out Amulet Dragon. I mean like that is it that is a turn 1 that is a turn 1 dragoon that is a turn 1 literally you can get out those amazing boss monsters i think in this upcoming next box release this will probably be the most expensive card if not one of the most important cards that you will want to search for and get um same thing with illusion of chaos um, and, and those are just the new cards are you did you already you already talked about illusion of chaos didn't you uh yeah uh, yeah I already talked about and it. Just a quick note on the Tamias the Dragon. It's called Tamias the Dragon of Destiny, right? Yeah. So, and I don't even need to run Eye of Tamias at all. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You don't you don't have like, to run it. Like a lot of people do, and it becomes bricky. Like it's not a bad card, but like the fact that you can just reveal that card in the hand and go to town. I mean, here's the thing, man. Like that that the fact of the matter is, and this is a topic that we're gonna talk. It's funny. It's actually kind of each topic tonight is kind of leading into every other topic. Um. So. Like, you know, the fact of the matter is, I mean, there's a big problem in the meta right now, which, again, we'll talk about. That's going to be the next topic is, you know, Red Eyes, Dark Dragoon, you know. Uh, it, it's It's been taken over the meta by Storm. A lot of decks run it nowadays. And it's, it's you know, the question is Preda Plant. The question is Red Eyes Dragoon. The, red is, the question is Red Eyes Fusion. Um, but, I mean, to my, the, the reason a lot of people think that card, you know, those cards, that engine is going to end up getting hit is because to my, I mean, you know, Tamias, the Dragon of Destiny, and this new Dark Magician support is direct support for Dragoon to be able to turbo him out easier. So, I mean, now that, you know, specifically Dark Magician decks can get out Dragoon without having to go through, you know, Red Eyes Fusion or Preda Plant, what have you, and it's easier um, to do that. I don't need a hard I don't need a hard draw the Red Eyes Fusion anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Forget it's, about it. It's, it's good. So it's like... And Konami says, bye-bye, Verte Anaconda. We're gonna give you better. We're gonna we're gonna force you to play Dark Magicians now. If you want to play, if you want to play Dragoon, you're gonna want to play Dark Magician. And this new support makes That's the deck good. That's basically what they're like, saying. We'll have a discussion at the end on what, what where we think it is yeah. tier wise. But I mean, the, the deck is no longer just casual, like 
to maybe slightly rogue status, it's like good now. Like I think it definitely has, you know, if you, it, it requires a good pilot, kind of similar to Eldritch Control or Sky Striker Control, but again, that you know that that's with any Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Um, so yeah, so now that I mean, is that all the cards that you have to discuss with those? Those are just the new cards. Yeah, that's not even like even explaining like the extra the other cards that you should run. In addition to well, I that. mean, with those cards, I mean, yeah, if, if you want to talk a little bit about the extra cards in the extra deck that you run yeah. with those new cards, I mean, that would be great. So, yeah, just so people know that are curious about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, despite, you know, running Obvious Dragoon and the Fusion Monsters, um, I like to run at least one Hope Harbinger, um, the Rank 8, because Dragoon, Rank 8, Dark Magician, Dragon the Knight, Rank 8, um... Even the new box mar- box art monster, uh, level eight. That's a great great card. Um, if you're not Dengirsu, um, is it is an obvious play two card. Uh, something a little bit new. And Dengirsu is a non just quick thing. It's that's a non targeting return or what does Dengirsu do again? Yeah. It's an, I think uh, it's a non targeting return, right? Let me see here. I can't remember. Send one card from your opponent controls to the graveyard. Yeah, it's, and it's non targeting. Non targeting. Non-targeting, yeah, sending in, it to the grave. Cards in out for a lot of things. Orcus, man, full power. Orcus. Uh, another one that I've been kind of test playing with this deck is uh, number seventy-six Harmonizer. Um, I think is really great if I only can get into my Magician Girl stuff, um, and then also having uh, like say your Dark Magician. Say I have two Dark Magicians. Get that out. Um, also, another great one. Is Ebon Illusion Magician? Yeah, that card. That card's really good. That that card. That I like that card a lot. A, that card's a great card. Yeah. Yeah. X Y Z summon in this card by using a rank six spellcaster type X Y Z monster you control as the X Y Z material. So I could go into a, a I could go into a six and then go into the seven if I want to. Um, it's great. I think it is a, super important for this deck. Ebon High, I don't think is something I would use, but um, Ebon Illusion. Absolutely. Uh, another one I've been kind of working around is uh, Nor- Naruto, the Moral Leader, which is two level six spellcaster monsters. Uh, once per turn, when your opponent activates a spell or trap card, you can detach one uh, material from this card and negate the activation. And if you do, destroy it. Um, that is a a great card. Now, for all you OCG only players, because uh, this card will never come to the TCG. I don't know why it's Konami's awesome. weird about that man with some shit. Like I don't understand. Which is why. Uh, Magi Magi the Magician Girl. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. It's a ranks. It's a rank six two level six spellcaster monsters. Once per turn, you can detach one material from this card. Banish one card from your hand to activate one of these effects. Target one monster your opponent controls. Take control of it to the end of the, uh, to end of this turn's end phase. Or target one monster in your opponent's graveyard and special summon it. Um, it is a great for OCG peer players. Um, and then also, I mean, I've also been running, uh, just so that way I can, if I need to, then I can get out, uh, which card is it here? Uh, the dark magicians, which is dark magician girl plus one spellcaster monster. Uh, I've been running one Artemis, uh, the, Mad Magistus Moon Maiden, which is Link One. Everybody and runs that I've card also... and invokes too. Like that's like the one. Yeah, it's it's the great... one card Alistair besides Secure Gardener. It's it's a great card. I think I think that's the yep. one they run and invoked. So yeah. Yep. Uh, so that way they can get out Macaba next turn. 
or get out Makaba that same turn. And then also one Nightmare Phoenix. And I'm not running one Dragoon. I'm running two. So that's 15. Because this guy for, likes to uh, uh, he likes to be the deck. ultimate fucking salt farmer. You know, he likes to just, like, watch people cry. Yes. Like, it's, it's funny because, like... Please, give me your tears. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, just a couple of a couple of staple cards that you're gonna want to run in this deck. As you as say, what well. are what are the uh, yeah tech um, options gonna, and card support? Mm-hmm. Uh, Magician's Rod, which basically adds a always ash spell that or trap. Always Viler that. That's like the stuff. Like yeah, while we're talking about like because this because I play you you've played it. We've been playtesting it a lot. Like you you can still work through that half the time. Like if you already have it in the, the hand, times. you can just you can just work through that. But you still, it's always better to take the risk, especially if you're not using that Ash or that Effect Violer as a tuner for like a synchro deck. Then you need to get rid of it and like take the risk because a lot of times, like here's the thing with Dark Magician, like I, like just like I just have to go off really quick on it just because. And I, you can still talk about the tech options and stuff, but I just want to talk about like from my experience playing against it now. And again, maybe it's not super fair because I'm still, you know, I play a lot of the, you know, I play Numeron Eldritch combined with like, you know, the, you know, Halkifi Brax Synchro Turbo. So the deck, the decks that I play can be pretty fucking oppressive when they're uninterrupted. And like the, the deck, the deck has the, the Dark Magician deck got better in that it can, it can turbo out more shit that's just overall stronger and it has more recursion it still lacks, in my opinion, while being a very good deck, it's still a well-timed, and it really isn't well-timed. It's, I mean, it is well-timed, but I mean, if, if you... What are you talking about? Well, I mean, it still it loses to Ash sometimes, man. I mean, if you don't have any way to get your... Like, let's say you don't open with, with Magician Souls, and you don't open with your Dark Magical Circle and your Trap... Like, let's say you brick hard with, like, two Dark Magicians and, like, I don't know, something else, and you only have A-Rod... Or whatever, you know, Emrod, and then I, and then they ash the Emrod. I yeah. mean, that's that's it right there. You're not doing anything else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's GG. Like, yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing else you can do. But I that's Yu-Gi-Oh. That that happens I mean, sometimes. Yeah. It happens to me. Like all in my Synchro deck, man. When yeah. I draw three Satellite Synchron and no Extenders, I'm like, fuck my fuck me. You know. <laughs> so, um, um, another de- another card that I think is a must-have in this deck is Magician Souls. Great, great card. One hundred dollar card, um, by the way. Just so you guys know, before anybody, just so we're not like jipping anybody, like that card is very expensive, but it is kind of a staple in the deck. Yes. So you're gonna be. I mean, what what do you run? Do you run three or do you run two? I run three. Yeah. So I run three. You're gonna spend three hundred bucks on a play set of those cards. Like that's. You just have to realize, man. Yep. I mean, that some. I mean, Dark Magician's gonna get expensive. So, but I mean, anyway, go back to Magician Soul. Sorry, man. I was just. Uh, I had to interject because I just want people to know, like. If we're gonna be talking about a card like that's a hundred dollars, and people are like, oh, Dark Magician, like it's co- it's probably not gonna be too expensive. Like Drytron's over one k, yeah, it's still a one hundred dollar fucking product prosperity. So <laughs> just know that about Magician Souls. Still an amazing card. It's just expensive. But yeah, go ahead. I ra- I rarely use its effect to draw cards. I basically use its effect to special summon, um, special summon a Dark Magician or Dark Magician Girl. Because I've already like used my magician circle at that point. Um, basically, send it to the grave. Uh, send one monster to the graveyard. Send dark magician or dark magician's girl, or you can send illusion. But I don't know why you would, because it has no effect in the graveyard. Um, 
and then you can special summon. You can choose special summon this special summon that uh, magician souls or dark magician or dark magician girl. Um, and it's it's a great just to if you want to get rid of somebody's card, a ban and just banish it. That's uh, that is must have. And then also let me add that you can on illusion you can get magician's rod or magician souls to your hand just by revealing that card. Yeah, that that so it, it the has that, the new support has a lot of revealing effects that are like really like I think see that's the thing that I kind of want to see in new Yu-Gi-Oh and I'm I'm happy they're going that way is like I want to see an archetype based around revealing shit in the hand so it can't be affected. Like not make it unbelievably powerful but yeah. to the point like so like dark magician could be the one that does it because I mean two cards in the hand you get you reveal. So like we'll, we'll just have to see I, it'll it'll be curious to see what happens. Um but yeah uh, another card that you are definitely going to run of is uh, Dark Magical Circle. Now, we've been talking a lot about Dark Magical Circle. Because it's trash. It wonderful. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's when trash. you activate, when you, when this card is, let me talk about this, this card. card. When this card is activated, cancer. look at the top three cards of your deck and then reveal one Dark Magician or spell or trap that specifically says Dark Magician in its text. And then I can add it to my hand and then place the remaining two back in any order that I like. Now, if I can't get a Dark Magician card in any of those, it still is kind of like a mini Goddess Scolds Oracle for myself. Because then I can, because the next turn, if I don't have any of those cards, yeah, then I can just get that next card to my hand. Um, now, one of the main things which I abuse heavily with this card <laughs> is if a Dark Magician is normal or special summoned to the field, except during the damage step, plus main phase one, main phase two, or opponent's turn, main phase one or main phase two, I can target one card your opponent controls and banish. No, it's not even. No, 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 no. no it's not even targeting, bro. It, it's a non-targeting banish. Yeah, it is. No, no, no. Dark Magical no, Circle is No, it literally says you can target. I'm, I swear to God, Dark Magical Circle is non -targeting. Read the text, homie. Are you sure? It says, it literally says you can target, yes, go pull it up and look at it. It literally says you can target one card oh. your opponent controls, banish. It's a targeting banish. I swear it was a... If it was a non-targeting banish, so holy crap. Like, how? Okay, yeah. It, but it, it is, is, it is, is targeting. Tar I could have swore it banish. said non-targeting. Man, that would have been so nice. Uh, another staple, uh, Soul Servant, quick play, absolutely wonderful. Uh, place one card in the top of the deck to your from your from your hand deck or graveyard that is Dark Magician or specifically list Dark Magician, Dark Magician Girl in its text, except Soul Servant. So how many? How many do you? What uh, was the previous card you said before Soul Servant? Uh, Dark Magical Circle. How many do you run of those? Two, three, one, five, ten. Of Dark Magical Circle. Yeah. <laughs> Three. You run it three. might seem like more, but it's three. Okay. Yeah. And then Soul Servant? Uh, Soul Servant, I'm at two. You run two. Okay. Uh, I, I found more success with having two because then I could probably search it as opposed to... Because you don't want to see it every time necessarily, right? No, yeah. I would much rather search have the option to search Soul Servant as opposed to hard drawing Soul Servant. Now, if I hard draw Soul Servant and I have other stuff... Like, say I have Magician Circle and Soul Servant in the hand. I activate Soul Servant before I activate Circle so I can get that Dark Magician card to my hand. Yep, yep. Uh -huh. Does that make yep, sense? Yep, 100%. Um, 
and it's a second effect, you can banish the card from the graveyard and then draw cards equal to the number of Pendulum Monsters, Dark Magician, or and or Dark Magician Girls with different names on the field and graveyard. So if I have Dark Magician Girl, Special Summoned, or Dark Magician in the Grave, draw two. It's basically like a plus two or a plus three, depending on how you see it. My And my experience, it's really only, I think the most I've been able to get up to was plus three. Uh, but that was on a really good day. But most of the time, it's usually a plus one or a plus two. Uh, and that's a banish on their turn, too, as well. Now, another one um, is in with Magician Salvation as Eternal Soul. If you having that option... Now, I'm going to discuss why, but I'm only running one Magician Salvation and one Eternal Soul. It's the same thing with the searching options. I don't want to see two. I don't want to see an eternal soul. I don't. I honestly, I don't really want to see an eternal soul in my opening hand. I was gonna say. And nor do I want to really see, see a see it, right? or magician salvation because basically, you can really, set all that it does shit. is. Yeah, it sets it. It sets it on on magician on magician salvation's activation. It sets eternal soul. So. And the problem, I just, I think it's only best to run, literally just run one of, of those. Same thing with, like, going back to the fact that I can search Magician Salvation or Eternal Soul. Uh, and I can use Tamias's effect to get rid of that Magician Salvation. Because if I only run one, then I am only have one so that way I can just get rid of it. I mean, there's, I don't, I don't want to go into that combo twice. I really only want to go into that combo once. Um... So that's so Eternal Soul, you know what it does. Special summons Dark Magician from your hand or graveyard. And then add Dark Magic Attack or a Thousand Knives from your deck to graveyard. That's why I'm only running one of Dark Magic Attack. Dark Magic Attack. Uh, uh, that's the only reason why I'm running Dark Magic Attack is because of souls. It, can you, can you, choose, you can search it, right? Yeah, and I yeah, can search see, Dark that, that that card because that's basically like a it's basically like an interrupted kaiju slumber or like it because it, what does it do again? It destroys all. It destroys all spells and traps your opponent controls. Yeah, so it's like a roaring ripster or a rip roaring roaster, but like yeah. for Dark Magician, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good card. Thousand thousand. You just, uh, you just run, you run one of them or or how many? Yeah, just, well, just one, okay. just one. Yeah, thousand knives is destroys monsters. Magic attack, destroy spell and traps. Um, another a little bit about this. I'm also running... This is a very, very underrated card in this deck. It, it is great, but it is, it is very underrated. Now, do I want to run three of them? No. Do I run a one... Only want to run one of them? Maybe. I like sitting at two, which is Secrets of Dark Magic. Quick play spell... Fusion summon one fusion monster from your extra deck using monsters from my hand or field, including a dark magician or dark magician girl as fusion material, or ritual summon one ritual monster from my hand by tributing from your hand. It's basically like a fusion summon or a ritual summon for like a ritual summon for illusion of chaos or a fusion summon. It's a fusion summon basically like depend like if I have red eyes in my hand and it's a dead card because I don't have the red eyes fusion and I haven't gotten out Dragoon yet, I can still get out Dragoon with using that uh, that Red Eyes card. Ah, I see. I see. Yep, yep. 
So, and kind of going to the Red Eyes portion of it, I'm only running one Red Eyes Fusion and one Red Eyes Black Dragon. I never want to see those cards in my hand. Um, because what? I really you don't, don't need to. You don't want to see a 2400 I, beater that, you know, only can be tribute summoned? <laughs> Come on, it's everybody loves their vanillas, hell right? Hell no. <laughs> It's like it's like if I have if ever if they have stopped my ways to get out Dragoon early, I would prefer to see Red Eyes Fusion late game. Dude, it's like the worst when you're like trying to splash that Dragoon engine and you draw the Red Eyes Fusion plus Red Eyes Black Dragon plus Dark Magician in your opening, and you're like, well, there's only one thing I can do here, and I'm fucked if it doesn't work. So and that is it. <laughs> yep. So I I would prefer to like those are the only reason why I'm running one of of those cards is because I don't want to see that in my opening hand. Uh, another one of that I'm running is Apprentice of Illusion Magician. Um, oh yeah, that card. Yeah. Basically, yep. it it is a great card to keep in hand, but it is also a good card to special summon if you have nothing. That's the only time that I really special summon it. Uh, discard one card, special summon it, and then add one Dark Magician uh, from my deck to my hand. Uh, I like it because if I have a really low level monster and you stop, like say you ashed or effect veiled the rod and i have this card in my hand if you try to attack the rod because he's low low level same thing with uh what's her face artemis it's it's basically i can send that card to the graveyard and then that monster gains 2000 attack and defense during the damage cal calculation yeah it'll be interesting to see i'm uh i'm really curious to see um, Actually, no, sorry. You can't use that with Artemis because it's a light monster. It has to be a dark spellcaster. Oh, does it? It's got a limitation a, on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I can't use it on Art. I can't use it for Artemis. But for any other any other uh, dark spellcaster, which is pretty much this entire deck, um, you can use it. I mean, it's a one-of. I don't really want to see it. I only want to see it if I need it to get it. Um, now... Uh, there's not much on that. If you're if you're a dark magician player, you already know about it. Uh, I do not play magician's navigation in this deck, nor do I side that card. I just don't think it is. It's not high and, impact. Like, and that's a, no, and and I, it's not for me. I like I want to like it. What is it? The uh, let me see here. The card like because most of the combos. I'm just gonna take a look here really quickly, and I will kind of give you a rundown of how that work um which is magi magician of dark illusion um i don't run that card in this deck either um a lot of people will say otherwise but i just in my personal opinion with this deck profile i didn't really find much success with it because i wanted more room for other search and being able to get through at least one or two negates uh because with having navigation i mean yes like having navigation in addition to dark magical circle, basically a special summon, you activate navigation, special summon magician of dark illusion from your hand, and then special summon a dark magician. But the problem is you only get one banish. And I, I just, I didn't see it really being beneficial for me in this deck. Um, but that would be like your I like I don't run navigation, um, but instead of navigation, uh, and I'm th I'm maybe po possibly contemplating bringing back navigation plays. Um, but the trap I decided to do instead was magician's combination. Uh, it's a continuous trap card, and once per turn, when a card or effect is activated, 
uh, you contribute one Dark Magician or one Dark Magician Girl and Special Summon. So basically, like, cycles Dark Magician Girl and Dark Magician. So if you're kind of stuck, if you're kind of stuck and you've kind of been negated and you have those materials, you can kind of... You can kind of use Magician's Combination to negate, one, negate an activated effect, and two, save yourself from getting a direct attack. Which can be useful against so, Sky Striker and stuff like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, well, I guess actually they um, can still just attack you, but I mean, whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, no, does it stop all attack, uh, direct attacks? or? No, it does not. Okay. Uh, it just, it just, it, it stops from, like, if their monster can't attack you directly and you want to save your life points, conserve your life points a little bit more, um, that's good. And then also if it's destroyed, then you can destroy one card on the field. It is a non-targeting destruction. So if it's, so say I have, so a little, another combination, a combo that it would be like, I kind of just going back to the, how I think Tamias the Dragon of Destiny is so busted. <laughs> if I already have Magician's Combination out on the field and I use Tamias' effect to send that to the graveyard, I can, then I can just pop something on the field, whatever I want. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Again, Tamias, Tamias is going to be abused hard, man. So it should be abused hard. Like, I personally think it should be abused. Yeah, it's it's a good card. But that's so all in all, that's let me see here. Yeah, I mean, I that's thirty. That's thirty-five. Dark magician, dark magician car. Uh, extra, sorry, thirty-four. Dark magician monster spell and traps. I'm running one monster reborn and two solemn judgments, two solemn strikes. Actually no, sorry, three judgment, two strikes. How big is well? Weren't you were running? You were having a deck too. I mean, didn't you have another version of this that was mostly hand traps too? You kind of minimized some stuff in there. Yeah. Because you made it kind of like Dark Magician Dragoon Turbo with hand traps, <laughs> and I'm and I yeah. and I'm still trying to figure out. You know, I mean, you guys. I mean, you know, any of the listeners that are listening to this podcast, they can kind of decide and play around with a few of the different ratios. But I mean, it's it's really kind of hard right now to define. I mean, I think in the current meta, I think hand trap dark magician is going to end up prevailing a little bit more than full, full, you know, full archetype dark magician with you know going second cards. But again, we just don't know. I mean, the card is very, the deck is very control based. It has a lot of different options in terms of what you can get out and ways you can navigate and stuff you can do. The deck's gotten a lot better. Um, I just like I like I prefer to keep the like if I because me as a player as a Yu-Gi-Oh player I kind of personally don't like running hand traps. Uh, Neither I do like I. No, nobody pure. likes to run hand traps, bro. Like nobody wants to fucking like run to, hand traps. They yeah, suck. Why? Yeah, they're annoying. And why? Why? Why would you? But it, it's it, a bandaid over again. a problem that Konami refuses to address. But it's already too past the point. That's the issue with hand traps. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I run the three solemn judgments and two strikes. But I could swap that out for three strikes, to, three strikes, two judgments, depending if my opponent is special summoning more rather than activating more. Um, side deck, so the hand traps. I'm playing three nib, uh, three and that's Nibiru, the primal being, uh, three ash blossom, two Valor, and two imperm, as well as one. Uh, skill drain. I found that that to be really, <laughs> yeah, really well. Skill drain. I think that's so funny. Skill drain's such a blowout card, though. Like almost everybody is just running those, like Imperial Order too. Like, because if you get that to resolve, 
it almost always hurts your opponent more unless they have like a big like, like unless they're running like I don't know like Earth Arctic or something that has big bodies to special summon like it's it's kind of ridiculous. So, uh, and then the last three of, which is kind of a toss up, uh, which is kind of a new card. I haven't play tested it too much, but it from from on text it is like why aren't I running on running this card? Um, <laughs> is mana mana dragon. Uh, Zimitron. If a spell or trap you control leaves the field because of an opponent's effect and is now in the graveyard or banished, you can special summon this card from your graveyard. Uh, in parentheses, if it was there when that spell and trap uh, left or hand, even if not, then you can set one of your spell and traps that is banished or in the graveyard to your spell and trap zone. So basically, it's a good... Support. Yes, it is a great... <laughs> It is a great recycle of, I mean, it's a great recycle for Magical Circle. It's a great recycle for uh, Shatter the Darkness. It's a great recycle. I mean, I mean, I could even cycle if I really wanted to. I mean, if I really wanted to, if someone gets rid of, say someone harpies me or twin twisters me, and I have a judgment or a strike set, activate it, get that card back. I, I just so, have to interrupt and say that if you guys haven't noticed already, we're talking about a lot of graveyard recursion. This is a perfect time to get Necro Valley and run Necro Valley if you can run it. Because guess what? Necro Valley destroys all. That's that's all I had to say. I just had to get my two cents out there for Necro Valley. I'm sorry. So go ahead, continue, continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Mono Dragon. I haven't play tested it that much, but I think it is a good a good hand trap or a good special summon effect for dark magicians if someone's like oh well i'm not gonna let them have all those spell and traps on the field anymore i'm just gonna harpy or twin or even a lightning storm you okay great i'll just side that in and just like and, and i mean it, it's just a good way to get my stuff back um and other than that um there's still like they're like there's still you know 40 cards 15 and 15. Uh, it's still a work in progress because uh, there still might be more dark magician stuff that Battle Chaos hasn't come out with yet. But my guess is uh, Battle Chaos has already done all the dark magician stuff. Uh, it was a good they, they got a good they got a good bin man like this is a good this is a good drop for them like I'm sure dark magician players are excited about this. If you're a Dark Magician player, you will be nutting your pants right now of how excited you would be. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good stuff, especially if you already have a Dragoon. Um, I'm ne I mean, I'm not even like I'm not even like a huge Dark Magician fan, but when I saw these cards, I was like, It's just wow, fun to play. It's it's these, really fun to play. These cards are busted. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I guess I guess with that being said, I think the final question we have to come to with this new Dark Magician deck is: Is it gonna be meta? Is it gonna be rogue? Is it gonna be casual? And I think, uh, like, when when it comes to asking that question, because it's such a it's such an interesting question, right? Like, you know, you, you look through the years, how the meta changes. I mean, what what was meta last year at this time is not, you know, is is rogue now at best. Like, you know, Synchro Eldritch and Adam Emancipator full power were taken over the meta completely, and then they died off after, you know, you know, of course, ban list hits, but. I think, you know, when you're talking about a card, a deck that is is going to be meta, rogue, or casual, I mean, for it to be meta, in my opinion, and what I mean by meta is usually tier one or tier two. So, like, you know, if you look at meta right now, we've got Tri-Brigade, BBW, we've got Virtual World, we've got, um, 
Drytron. We've got, we've got full power Drytron <laughs> that's taken over the scene. We've got Prank Kids that's been topping a lot of topping a lot of events lately. Um, I'm trying to think of some other good meta decks that have been. I mean, Elbitch you still see coming in and out of the format every now and again. Um, there's a there's just a lot of things that with um, I still think the format like it, it really just depends. Like you have to think about how. Uh, like I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. Like, if if the deck has good recursion, right, it can get out a couple negates and it can work through, it can work through hand traps and other negates. It's usually going to be at least a rogue deck, right? So the deck, the deck has good recursion. It has good recycling ability, and I think it has an ability to kind of put out big, big beaters at will that also protect yourself. And it has an amazing boss monster that's easy to summon in Dragoon. I just it sometimes. It can f- it, it it's like Flunderies, right? And it doesn't have near the ceiling that Flunderies does, but it still falls susceptible to the same stuff that Flunderies does, and it can die to hand traps on a bad or even somewhat you know half decent hand. I mean, the deck really requires you to get a decent hand and not have a ton of interruptions, like because I mean, if you have two interruptions for that deck, the deck just straight, straight up dies. Like, so. I, th- mm. I, I mean, or you can disagree. Yeah. I mean, what what do you think? I, I think it's yeah. going to be, I don't think it'll be, like, if I had to answer really quick just before you go, like, I don't know if it's going to be meta. I don't think it, I think there's a possibility. It's not going to be tier one. Definitely not going to be tier one. I think it could be tier two, but. Wait, wait, so when you say meta, do you mean, like, everybody's going to play it? Or do you mean, like, as in meta, it, where it has, like, where it well, has the most stopping power? Representation, control of- representation. So I'm talking about, I mean, I, I think it's, like, really, well, yeah, I think, I, I judge it in two ways. So I think in terms of, like, representation in the meta, I think there's a possibility it could be, you know, tier two in terms of representation. But in terms of, like, it's kind of the same way I feel about Trivergaden. Like worlds or regional. Yeah, yeah. Like it probably if, won't yeah, see it. Well, maybe. I mean, it, that's the thing. If the deck is piloted correctly with the right tech options, it can win some stuff definitely. But I don't. It just it the deck doesn't seem super oppressive to me. Like it's not putting up a full power Drytron board with a Herald of Ultimateness and four fairies in the hand. Like that's just not happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it does. Ha- so if I, so if you so if you put in hand traps, does that make it meta? Is the question? Yeah, that's, that's, if you get rid of a lot of it, then then you that's put the thing, in more hand traps. Does that does that make it more meta? It, 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 like that's the question you have to ask because I mean the deck that you you have played me with the cut. I mean you have two different versions of the deck. So you have the hand trap version, which I think you run like twelve or fifteen hand traps. You you run a lot of hand traps, and it doesn't seem like when I've and I've played that deck probably ten times, probably 10, 15 times now. It's still really recursive, even with you having fifteen hand traps. So it has. From what I'm seeing, and I may be wrong about this, but like it seems like it has a prank kids type effect where it can just recur a lot. It it doesn't it doesn't need every card kind of either searches or does something to get to sculpt your hand or sculpt your board at least a little bit. So you can afford to open with two effect violers or an ash and an effect violer and a ghost spell and still get off at least a dark magician or something while preventing the opponent from playing the game. And, like, I mean, high-impact hand traps are what are defining the meta right now. I mean, kaijus, kaijus are actually coming back at my locals, which is funny. Ever since I started using them, I make people using the kaijus, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> I mean, I think I think the de- I mean, I think Dark Magician with the hand trap, the ver- I mean, it really is just going to be a 10, man. It, it could be meta, could be tier 2. I think I think where it is going to sit at, where I honestly think, I think it'll hit about rogue, rogue status. But, I mean... I think I am with you on that one. I think... Good, good it rogue, be, not bad rogue. Good rogue. No, yeah, I think it'll be the most played rogue. 
in my personal opinion. I think it'll be a good rogue, but not only that, but it'll be the most played rogue. Um, because people, obviously, there are people out there that are dark magician simps and dark magician girl simps. And they, like, are diehard dark magician. I will not play anything else but dark magician. I have met uh, quite a few of those characters, uh, those people, and I'm totally fine with that. But yeah, it's it's just not going to be able to top those other those other decks unless you unless you know unless you're piloting it really really well and you get all the right stuff in your hand that you need you know and if like it really depends on your locals and it really depends on who's playing what it is I think I mean am I going to buy the deck absolutely um, now will I play it as like my main deck at my locals or regionals probably yeah, not yeah fuck not you're gonna but play full power drytron if it doesn't get hit by the list again <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely oh, yeah but i you know it just really depends God, on the if 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 there is another card or even like two or three cards that konami adds into this next battle of chaos that takes it from rogue to at least tier two or tier one meta by all means, you everybody will see it, and every single one of those cards will go up in price. I kid you not. Yeah, if it gets even more support, man, like that that the deck itself is already dec- is already rogue to like tier two. Like it's it's good. Yeah, it's and I good. was just really only going off of what Konami just you know it's good. released in the OCG <laughs> and with the pre-release in the OCG. That's like that's not even like accounting for the ne- the next amount of stuff that's going to be coming out. I mean, we at this point we really don't know, but that. From that's just the deck that I kind of con you know kind of conjured up from what's already there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I fully agree. So like, definitely, so definitely casual, uh, definitely rogue, say definitely rogue, good rogue, maybe meta, maybe. It really depends. You'd agree with me on that, mm-hmm. okay? So yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think that's basically it for the dark. I mean, you didn't have anything else to add on the dark magician support stuff, did you? We've been mm. going for a decent amount of time nope. on that, so yeah, cool. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break here, you guys, and we'll uh, we're gonna be talking about the next discussion, which I think you probably know, since it's gonna be leading on into the more dark magician type stuff. Uh, we're gonna be talking about is Red Eyes Dark Dragoon a problem in the current TCG format? So we're gonna take a quick little five ten minute break here. We'll get back to you guys, and we'll uh, have that weekly format problem discussion with you. Thanks for listening. guys welcome back uh welcome back to the podcast uh we took a little break we're going to be talking about now red eyes dark dragoon and its current place in the tcg uh everybody's favorite problem card to talk about it's a swear it's a daily discussion on the forums people are always making threads about it you know everybody just seems to be freaking out about this card i don't think it's much of a problem 
Um, but yeah, Red Eyes Dark Dragoon, in case you didn't know, it's a uh, fusion effect monster, and I probably don't even really need to go into the introduction, because if you've been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! for a little while, um, and honestly, even if not, let's say this is your first, like, let's just say you're happening to listen to this podcast, and you've only been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! for a week, we can kind of talk a little bit about the card. Uh, you know, I can't remember exactly what it says off the top of my head, so let me, uh, get it up here on Yu-Gi-Oh! I mean, if you I'll have read it, it. Yeah, you can read it really quick. It's, it's an absolutely busted card, you guys, so. Yeah. <laughs> So, Red Eyes Fusion. Um, it is a fusion monster, dark spellcaster, level 8, 3,000 attack, 2,500 defense. Uh, text here says, Dark Magician plus Red Eyes Black Dragon or one effect monster. Uh, cannot be destroyed by card, e- card effects. Neither player can target this card with card effects. Sentence 1. Sentence 2 sentences <laughs> in already. Non-targeting, non-destroy. During your main phase, you can destroy one monster your opponent controls. Yep. Yep. You can destroy one monster your opponent controls, and if you do, inflict damage opponent uh, equal to the opponent's monster's original attack. Uh, you can use this effect a number of the times per turn, up to the number of normal monsters used as a fusion material for this card. Uh, so that means two pops for Red Eyes Dark. Uh, sorry, Red Eyes Dragon and uh, if dark you Magician. use Red Eyes Fusion or Pred- or Preta Plant. If or you use Red Eyes. <laughs> Uh, when, an, when a card effect is activated, uh, discard one card, negate the activation, and if you do, and if you do, destroy that card, and the card gains a thousand attack. Quick effect. Yeah, that the card is is yeah, it's it's really good. So, it it's you know there I swear like I said, there's a thread about it every day, and you know I, I mean Austin will tell you about how I've you know I've raged quit a lot because of the card I I don't he'll you can ask anybody the, my thoughts emotionally about it my thoughts physically about it I don't like dragoon I think it's a very poorly designed <laughs> card I think it's by far one of the best mo- boss monsters you can play and here the problem the problem isn't necessarily dragoon itself because I mean there's there's easily cards that are better than dragoon like dragoon is not the be- like when i and i maybe i said maybe i miss said what i said but like dragoon is not necessarily the it's a very powerful monster one of the best it's not the best like you can make an argument that access code talker has a better initial effect than dragoon's protection and overall burn pop burn pop effect um it's the problem lies in that dragoon is so easily splashable in almost any deck in existence that anybody can make it so the f- the fact that you you anybody and their mothers yeah I mean you have to so the, the thing with dragoon right is <clears throat> if you're running it casually you know or you're running it rogue status in a deck that is not ra- you know it's not dark the funny thing with dragoon is it's meant to be played in dark magician and blue eyes and stuff like that but people don't play it people do play it in that but it's also seen everywhere else like I mean I I the last couple locals that I went out man I mean I had to out like four or five dark dragoons and you know because i run kaijus it wasn't much of a problem for me but at the same time it's like it's just such if you're not running the yeah, out if, if you don't screwed. have like and it, here's the problem like it's it the it's so generic pred and, and again it's not that dragoon is necessarily a problem i don't think dra- dragoon deserves to be banned honestly it's not it's not a card that is so unbelievably oppressive now like you know that's that's to say if the if the Quick effect was not a hard once per turn. Then, well, then yeah, the card would need to be banned. Like you can't have a quick effect that's a hard once per turn negate 
the Omni Negate. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Having a non-hard ones per turn Omni Negate is like so busted, which is why Herald of Ultimateness, in my opinion, needs to, needs an emergency ban. But I mean, again, they'll just people again. Same with Drytron, they'll just run Perfection. Um, but back to what I was saying, though, I just I Dragoon to me is not the problem with this discussion. It it hasn't ever been a problem in the TCG. You know, it was a problem in the OCG because you know people run Max C in the OCG, and it was a way around Max C's summon, Max C's mechanic of drawing a shit ton of cards because it was only two summons. You know what I'm saying? So you get out Predaplant, and you get out. Well, I mean, there's more than that if they throw down the Max C before that. But it's instead of drawing. 15 cards, you know, your opponent only draws three or four, which is better than fucking 15 and is not a guaranteed loss at that point. So, and again, a lot of people would run it with calamities and shit like that. And people still do run it with calamities. Or, I mean, they don't anymore because the card's banned, but I mean, it's it's banned in the OCG for a reason. And again, it's not a card that is a huge problem in the TCG because you can bait it out. The non-targeting non-destruction does make it a little bit oppressive and then the fact that you need to have a kaiju or you need to have a dengirsu or you need to have you know a, a heavenly you know a heretic seal something of that nature that's a non-targeting either banish or return or shuffle um something of that nature to get it out or, yeah, or even, even tribute. A tribute yeah like i said with, with with really any type of monster that tributes over it like it the, the, the fact, it's not that Dragoon is so oppressive that it can't be outed. It's just that summoning mechanics are so easy to get out that anybody who wants to run three bricks or has a deck slot for three extra cards can run that card with no problem and they can get it out almost every turn easy as pie. Like, it. And when, and when you're talking about three extra cards, you're talking about Red Eyes Fusion, Dark and Red Magician, Eyes Black Dragon, yeah. Red it, Eyes Black it, Dragon. It. it, it like, again, you, you have to realize you're going to draw one of those cards a decent amount of the times because you're running three of in, in a 40-card deck. But the times you don't draw it and you don't go inter- uninterrupted and you can get out, you can just kind of sit on Predaplant while still going full combo is, is ridiculous. Like, I mean, you know, my Synchro deck, you've constantly seen me sometimes end on Borload Savage plus Arclight plus Dragoon plus Setback Row. I mean, it's it's the card, the card is not deserving. I mean, I, I, I think... I think Dragoon's fine. It could stay at, like, one, maybe get limited to one, you know, and make it so Dark Magician. But, I mean, I, I think you either have to hit... That would be more fair to limiting it to yeah, one? Yeah, I don't think it needs um, to be banned. I just think, I think, I think Red Eyes Fusion, not even Red Eyes Fusion, I think Preda Plant's the problem. Like, I'm I'm so divided on this, because, like... Preda Plant tr- yeah. is the problem, child, and I will agree with you on that. <laughs> because, like, if you want to still run Dragoon and, and Preda Plant... Verte Anaconda gets banned, and you want to run three bricks. Predator plants generic as fuck, man. It's so generic. Go for it, go for it. It's literally two, literally two effect monsters, and that's a free dragoon. Now that's and that's the and that's the sucky part about it is though, for anybody who doesn't play dragoon and plays a like a fusion based deck that needs Verte Anaconda to get to dragoon, I mean not to dragoon, but to get to their other stuff. I mean, that's going to be really hindering the on argument, them, though. But that can I just? Um, it, I got to say really quick though. So like about that, because yeah. I get you know I get kind of weird on the whole. A lot of decks, you know, like Destiny Hero can abuse it, and like Shadows can abuse it, but they don't. That those decks are already good enough that they don't need to abuse it. It ju- it just makes no, them yeah. a little bit better. You're right. So like I, I just think that a one card fuse from deck fucking effect monster is ridiculous. Um, but continue. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's Term what I'm saying. One. Turn one. Like I mean, dude, it's. You you don't have yeah. to worry about drawing any of your fusion shit. You can just go into Predaplant and say fuck all. Like I mean, I mean I could play I could play Dragoon in uh, 
the coat talker deck <laughs> I if know I really wanted to. I mean, if you could, if uh, or you can play it in your, you know, your rank four splash I know, deck. I know, yeah, that rank I mean, four turbo, fucking ridiculous. I mean, if you, it's just like, it's just like, eh, if I feel like playing Dragoon, all I got to do is get out two effect monsters. How easy is it to get out two effect monsters at one time? Yeah, or at least in yeah, your main it, phase. Without being, without, without, you know, uninterrupted. Because most people are like, nah, he's just going to special summon two cards. Cool, he'll probably go into something else. Okay, goes into Verte. Then you're, you're good. I mean, I, I just think it's annoying. I mean, yeah, it's just I annoying. You play, play it. it I just, my, I personally, I play it in my Drytron, Drytron deck only because of Verte Anaconda. If Verte Anaconda gets banned, then I will no longer play Dragoon. Just because... I could use those three extra, four extra cards, one extra deck monster, and then the three cards. Actually, no, wait, that's, no, that's two extra deck slots that I can use, utilize better, and get, and have three extra cards that I could run in my deck, and my Drytron deck. So, all in all, I think, I don't, I, I don't think Dragoon is a problem at all. It's just it's just uh, the way yeah, it's, 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 the, it's how easy it is to summon. Like we have we have dude, yeah. we have a we have a fucking there are we ways have to a bucket it. full of boss monsters that are that are, I'm not going to say three times more powerful but are definitely arguably more powerful than Dragoon and it's not it, the difference between those is it requires you to go full combo plus like five other things to get e- to even begin to get those monsters out. Like Dragoon's like Oh, right. I'm here and I can fucking get out anytime I want. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like, it yeah, dragoon is not is not a problem. We we've had we have more powerful monsters than dragoon, and you can out anything if you know what you're doing. It's just like you have to think of it in a way that I mean, it, in my opinion personally, I think it kills deck creativity. Like it absolutely destroys deck creativity. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just so lazy. Let me, ask, let me ask you this, Austin. So. If everybody's gonna start playing Dragoon, then does that mean the? Does that mean the? I mean, everybody already is dra- playing Dragoon though. What hand you traps. <laughs> People already played Dragoon. So, so oh, it's fucking true. infested. It, so, does that mean? Do you think that the? Do you think that the pool of hand traps will change? Like, do you think more people will be more enticed to play like Gamma Seal or yeah, no. something that? Dude, it's would already be, happened at my locals. Like getting rid I, of. I'm it not more? saying it was because of me, but like yeah. I was the only player. Like, I mean, you know, I've topped with that Numeron. That new run Eldritch deck, like, I mean, it got first, it got second, it got third, it got fourth. Like, it's it's gotten a lot of top topping events. Or, you know, I mean, and again, it's just local, so it doesn't mean a whole ton. I mean, everybody's different. But, I mean, I played a bunch of meta decks at those tournaments, and, like, Kaijus, like, I was the only one running Kaijus there. Like, got, like, swear to God. And now everybody's running Kaijus to out shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's running Kaijus now. Like, they... Do you think that do you think that that's gonna do you think that that's gonna I, change in this next upcoming format I don't think if so. people are gonna be running more boss monsters I don't think like so. that? I think Dragoon's gonna do its thing again where it it's gonna come in and out of a format kind of like how Invoked at the start of every format gets splashed and everything like you see Invoked everything and then it kind of fades yeah. out because like Invoked yeah. is just I mean normal summon Alistair is a fucking yeah. complete meme at this point but you know like you know normal summon alistair on your day is good i mean yeah but i mean the fact yeah. of the matter i mean alistair is just never going to resolve again like people aren't going to let it happen like i mean it'll resolve sometimes but you're yeah. not you're, you're not gonna just let alistair resolve if you can stop it from resolving so <laughs> if you're if you're smart if you're honestly smart like you could just let let the if you have a way to stop the to stop the invocation that's right if they already ha- if they or, hard draw you know, the invocation just let, or, ma- or magic <laughs> 
It's oh like boy. you could just I mean, you could you could literally just like if you're smart, you won't even bait the Alistair. You know, you don't have to you don't have to use a waste a hand trap the on an Alistair. The problem is if they have magical you know, meltdown on the field though, you can't you can't respond to it. So like True, you're right. Well, if they don't have magical meltdown, let's just talk in a world where magical meltdown I'm just kidding. I, I'm not. I'm not uh, yeah, even. Yeah, but that's a that's a discussion for another I don't, day. Like, yeah, just a quick thing. I, I I think you're crazy. Like, if you tell me there's something wrong with the invoked engine, like I'm just like, what? Like, it's like literally the most fair omni negate you could think of. Like, okay, yeah, it's 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 like okay, if you think of the invoked engine, right? It's not like Shadal's where it's completely recurring resources and getting an advantage every turn and like setting, you know, setting your flip up face monsters and recurring stuff from the deck and like going into El Shadow Fusion. It's not like that. Like, so like Macabre is a big boss. That's not once per turn at all, but it still requires a discard. And half the time the shit, if you're playing like a big, El- a big invoked engine or like a deck that doesn't, that does care about its discard, the discard hurts. So like if you discard a spell on a monster, like going negative two for Macabre's two negates, it hurts. Like, so, I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with the invoked engine. Like the Dragoon engine is definitely more of a problem right now than the fucking invoked engine. I don't know why people think invoked is a problem. So do you think it would be a, I mean, a common, like a, a common agreement between the both of us that you think that Verte Anaconda yeah. Oh, is yeah. a problem. Dragoon yeah, it's not Dragoon. Not. Dragoon's not a problem. Okay. I hate, the, I, I, I will still forever okay. hate the card. I hate the card. Like, I think it's stupid. I, I think it's a, I mean. Yeah. I think it's a, co- it's a cop out. Burn. It's Burn. a cop. You know what I'm saying? It's a like <laughs> can't be targeted, can't be destroyed. The yeah. card is ridiculous, honestly. It's it's so oppressive, but but it's not I mean, like that's Yu-Gi-Oh. But, Who cares? Look at Numeronius yeah. Numeronia. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mystic yeah. Mind. Fucking Yeah, hell. and I mean I de- I definitely know like in my Drytron deck, like if I've already activated all my Drytron stuff and I have Red Eyes Fusion in the hand, I can't even use Red Eyes Fusion until next turn. Yeah, I think you know, like, you know what they could do too and people are talking about this, like they could errata uh, is that how you pronounce that? Is it errata? 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 Right? I don't know. Errata? Eradicate? No, they just Eradicate? changed the text on the fucking, on Verte to say it doesn't, it doesn't copy the effect. It activates the card from the deck. So you send it for cost and it activates in the graveyard. Does that make sense? Let me see here. Let's take a look to see if you're actually Okay, because right. like what Verte does, it sends uh... for cost. Ver- Verte this effect Anaconda, becomes that card's effect. Link this two. effect becomes that card's effect. So it's copying the effect while bypa- because because listen, it's like a fucking loophole in the rulings, right? Like Verte is a monster. So on the field, you don't have to activate its effect. It can just sit there while you go full combo. But the minute you activate yeah. its effect, it absolutely it should it should say it should say at the bottom, like somewhere, like you cannot activate other cards or effects to turn you activate this effect, or you cannot special summon. Like Verte could still stay unbanned if it becomes eroded. You can't special summon monsters for the rest of this turn, and then, because uh, I thought if if I activate, because uh, I, I honestly this entire time I've kind of been, oh well. I just know, think they need uh, to ban I was still it. Just ban the right? fucking card. Because ban the card. Just 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 ban. <laughs> just ban. Ben, ban the green snake. The like, green, honestly, the dragoons. We're gonna call it. I'm gonna call you it. Remember dragoon a few snake months ago, I was like, on. so like, dude, what? Why is? It, I was like, why is? But like, dragoon seems like it's hard to get out. It requires red eye. It requires a fucking two vanillas. And I was like, oh, verte, verte, okay, verte. Yeah. So that that card needs to be banned. I think that's the end of discussion on that. <laughs> so for all you dragoon, if you're for all you dragoon sell the players, card now. The card's a hundred dollars. True. 
Or but, don't if you play Dark Magician. <laughs> um, kind of. Yeah, that's what I was literally going to say. If you want to keep continuing to play Dragoon after Verte Anaconda gets banned, highly recommend playing this new Dark Magician engine. If you are a diehard Dragoon, that is the that is literally going to be your best option. I would think that's honestly will be your only <laughs> option unless you want to run three brick. Literally, if you unless you want to run three I mean, dude, bricks. So, in your some deck. people will still. I mean, I mean, a lot of rogue decks will will be fine with hard drawing red eyes fusion. You know that. I mean, that's just how some are. I mean, if you're if you're cool with it, that's cool with it. But I will not. Oh, be I'm not cool either. You think I'm hard? No, fuck no. I'm trying to I'm trying to put out five Omni negates, bro. Kidding me? I'm I'm trying to end on <laughs> Queerwing, Synchro plus Borload plus Arclight plus Shen Shen plus everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, I I think we're in agreement. Verte is Verte is a problem card, and either needs to be hard errated or it needs to be banned. One of the two is fine. It doesn't matter which one. It just needs to be, it needs to be fixed. So, and again, I mean, the funny <laughs> thing is, I mean, fixed. in the next month and a half, it could phase out. But I don't see that happening. The card that true. The, yeah, I don't. It's think not it's going, going to. to. I think it this won't is, phase out. I think this is different. As long as Dragoon is still possible with Verte Anaconda, I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna keep Anaconda, then what do you think should get banned? I mean, Red Eyes Fusion. The prop. The problem with banning. Yeah, I mean, you could re- you could ban Red Eyes Fusion too, and it would solve a lot of issues. I I just listen. I I, I strongly think that it's also busted to have a fusion summon from deck. Like I just think that's dumb. Like I think. I think so, Anaconda and Namelink, dude. I mean, you don't think that's a little busted? Like, I, th- I think, I think that's poor design. Like, oh it's no, it's definitely, it's definitely busted. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a weak, it's a weak loophole in the TCG. Like, right I go now. righty driver and a lefty driver, go Verte Anaconda. Now I have access to any fusion spell in my deck that I could want to use. Like, th- isn't that a little busted? Yeah. It, it kind of is, yep. especially if it's a, if especially if it's a fuse from deck card that you don't have to hard draw. Like, what is it? Shadow Fusion. Which is the which is the Shadow card that fuses from deck? Is it Shadow Fusion? Yeah. Shadow Fusion. The reason that, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the reason that yeah. card is not we don't have that problem in in Shadows is because they're not unbelievably oppressive. They're a control deck that's slow, so you don't have to worry about that. Like, but it's a different case when it comes to Dragoon. So, um, yeah, I think that should. I mean, you got another thought on it before we head out, before we head to the next one. I was just going to say, you know, you know, those people that, I mean, I'm kind of like on, on the fence about it. I mean, I definitely think Vertanaconda should get banned, but if the situation arises and Konami says, well, no, we're going to keep Predaplant, so we're going to ban something else, I think more than likely, I mean, just kind of like how they did with Dryden, honestly, if they don't ban Vertanaconda, more than likely, I think seven out of a 10 chance that Dragoon will get banned. But here is where I think otherwise that Vertanaconda will get banned is because of this new dark, dark magician support that we're getting in this it's, battle. It's of chaos. Fine, trust us. I, I honestly think that more than likely if they do. Yeah, it's a sign. I honestly think that prayer plant will most likely get banned. Um, because really, realistically, nobody plays more than just more than just one Verte Anaconda. <laughs> no, like, nobody does. Like, nobody, <laughs> no. So limit, so limiting it or semi-limiting it would literally make no difference at all. Yeah, that any, card you needs to be banned or not? Like it needs to be banned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I definitely know that they're not gonna ban Red Eyes Fusion. Yeah, I don't think they I ban mean, Red Eyes Fusion because either. Red. 
and they're and they're definitely not going to ban Red Eyes Black Dragon, and they're definitely Dude, not no, going to ban. I, I know. No, Dark yeah, no, Magician. you have to. It, it's the ultimate wizard in terms of attack and defense. We you have to ban Dark Magician. It's the it's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Requires no tributes at all. Just it's, it's normal I summon summon it without Dark a magician. <laughs> God, it's just a fucking meme at this point. God, I love that show. Uh. But yeah, all in all, I think Verte Verte Anaconda will be banned. That is my two cents on it. So if and if and when it does. Uh, yeah, I will no longer be playing Dragoon in my Drytron deck. Nice. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that'll be the end of the discussion on that, on Red Eyes Dark Dragoon. Again, we both don't think that Dragoon is a problem. It's not really never has been a problem. It's more how easy it is to summon, kind of like how Hukifibrax kind of enables abusive shit with special summoning any tuner from the deck. It's just the summoning mechanics. Summoning mechanics are a big thing in Yu-Gi-Oh, you guys, and if they are easily abusable... People will find a way to abuse it. So that's just how Yu-Gi-Oh works. If there's a loophole, people will find that loophole and they'll they'll make it available as much as they can and try to formulate plas around it. I mean, full power Goki, full power Spiral. You know, there's decks that you know. I, I really wish Konami would learn about this stuff before they. Th- I mean, I mean, there's cards they're still making that are just are just absolutely busted, but they refuse to to make cards that aren't busted. So. I mean, that's Konami. That's how that works. So, um, yeah, that'll be good for the Red Eyes Dark Dragoon discussion. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll go on to the weekly poll, uh, which is a little segment that we do where we have a question that we kind of create, and then we talk about. Um, so, yeah, we'll take a quick break here, and we'll go on to our weekly poll. Thank you guys for listening. Welcome back, guys. So, uh, yeah, we took a little break. We're back, though. We're going to be talking about our weekly poll, just a little section we do where we ask a question. Um, and you guys can kind of, if you're listening, kind of, uh, we'll have a little, we're going to set up something so you can set up user votes and we'll have a, we're, we're doing a lot of stuff. It's not just going to be a podcast. It'll be a YouTube channel. We'll probably end up making a website where you can cast your votes and stuff like that. Uh, but just today between us, we're going to be asking what's going to be the next best archetype going into the September-October format. Um, because we do, I mean, you know, 
2021 has been full of a lot of interesting decks. Uh, I don't think any of them are too insanely oppressive. There is one or two decks that I really like that I think have a lot of potential to be really good, and they've had representation in the OCG. Um, one of them has had a really good representation. The other one loses hard to hand traps, despite having an unbelievably oppressive ceiling. So um, the couple of the ones that I have written down here are Flunderies, uh, Xiong Leong, Bee Trooper, Live Twins, and Despia. So we'll kind of go through all of them, and again, we don't have a ton of knowledge on each of on each of them. So we'll we're we're not gonna we're just gonna go briefly over them. But I knew I do know a couple of them, and how they function. Uh, so again, Austin knows a little bit more about Flunderies. He used to play it quite a bit extensively. Uh, the deck has a very very high ceiling. So it it basically it's mass normal summoning in 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 great amounts. So the deck the deck relies on normal summoning a bunch of small birds basically to put it bluntly you normal summon a bunch of small birds you you use those small birds to search a bunch of your spells and traps that extend out your plays and you go into these big birds that have a variety of effects uh, of a variety of effects and one of them is called empen i think if i remember correctly and the empen bird i think it yep. negates all face up attack position monsters effects or something like that it's it's a pretty ridiculous we can look it up here again i just the the, the deck is yeah it, it has such versatility right so it it's it's um it's wing empen is yeah, busted. really busted so let me yeah, tell you you, why you can talk busted. a little bit about thunderies man you know the deck more than i do so so when you tribute summon this card your opponent cannot activate effects or sp of special summon monsters and attack position they control. So, negates link monsters because they can't go into defense position and or, I mean, Dragoon, maybe? Wink, wink, uh, can't activate those effects. But, I mean, other than that, like, the recursion in the, let's, let's, let's just say, let's just say, for instance, okay, you want to banish all Wait, of my cards. monsters can't go into defense position, in right? Okay, so I was like, Correct, yes. <laughs> no, you're good, you're good. I think, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. So not only does it negate link monsters, but it also negates you know your other attack position monsters. Which what is it? What is, is really the good. body on it? But is it twenty eight hundred or what is it? Yeah, twenty seven. That's good. That's up there. So with that, with that being said, like the the whole purpose of the Flunderies deck is like the banishing getting back to your hand, and once you activate, once you get that back to your hand, you activate the effect and special summon the monster. They don't like give a shit that, about banishing. I think, and it's no. At all, zero Fs given about banishing. Um, for instance, Eaglin, I mean, as a it is ungodly. I mean, in this Eaglin's deck, because so that's the starter, not only, right? Yeah, Eaglin's yeah. Good. You want you want Eaglin, you want Stretch, and you want Robina. Like those, those are all like the cards you want. Now you don't really need Snell most of the time. You just want Empen, but like your ending board is pretty good. You know, because you have, like, I would say a Dark Samorg, or you could have, like, a, a Rise, of, Rise of the Mega That's Monarch. That's the thing about the deck. It um, has so much support in terms of wing. Like, they, and yeah. yeah, you just have to realize, so this deck not caring about banishing its shit, which is, I, I just have to say, it's, it's huge. Like, the fact that this deck can banish a lot of times and then recur those resources and it doesn't care about the banished cards staying there like there's a reason people run three dimension shifter in this deck and it's it's like a staple there's a reason people run the macrocosmos right. they run the dimensional fisher they'll run you know they'll run different yeah. dimension ground and the deck just has so many tech options 
in the form of, like you said, I mean, Dark Samorglock is, is just insane with Empen out on the field and everything else in set back row. And again, one of the big parts of the deck, and I think you know this too, is I think it's that scary uh, Flundries and the scary sea, or the mysterious wind. The one that basically, there's two cards. So there's one that basically allows you to tribute summon uh, it allows you to it, it still counts as a tribute summon you can use a, a monster that you control and you can use a yeah unknown wind. and you can use a card that your opponent controls and it doesn't have to be a monster that's where people get it confused like it doesn't have to be a monster it can be any card so you can fusion summon with their spell or trap into your freaking big bird like it's actually insane or into your uh, your tribute summon into your big bird by just tributing one of your opponent's cards like it's actually ridiculous Oh yeah, scary C, yeah, and the car- and it's a counter trap too. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. It's a spell speed three, so it's like you can't respond to it except with like a solemn judgment, a dark bribe, or like you know something else. Like the card is really good if they're able to get to that point. Um, you want yeah, basically like the 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 ending board right now with this deck with what we have. Is you're gonna want like you're gonna need to get out Appaloosa or Samorg the uh, Bird of uh, Sovereignty, uh, Sovereignty, sorry, and then you're gonna, then you're definitely gonna want to run various. I said, just storm end on Stormwinds plus Apex Avian and Empen, and you're good to go. <laughs> like, like that, yeah, that's the ending much. board you should ideally be shooting for, which is very possible, by the way. It's it's nutty. It's just the deck again. I think before we get too excited talking about just all. And again, we're not trying to sugarcoat it here. The deck, the deck has extenders for days, and it has ways to play around stuff. It just, it, it's like a lot of decks. Yeah, it's, it's not, not there yet. yet. It, it has, it doesn't have enough extenders to the point where it can play through a drill and lock bird or a, or an ash or a, or a single or a single right timed Valor. You know, it just those cards can absolutely destroy the deck. Um, and again, the, the thing, the thing that I always say is like, people are starting to run mask of restrict now more, just like I do for Drytron. And if, if Drytron still stays as powerful it does as it does, and people find a way to play around the Verte and a Condaban, which maybe they do, like, you're going to want to run three mask of restrict in the side deck for both Flundries and Drytron up there at the top of the tiers. Like, you're just going to want to do that. And so, I mean, mask of restrict literally stops the deck cold. It just completely cuts it off from doing anything. And it's like... It also yeah, it cuts off Flunders completely. Like they can't use Scary Sea because you have to realize, like Scary Sea or Unknown Wind, which is the one that tributes, you know, tributes your opponent's card. Like I got into an argument with somebody the other day because they're like, it, it's, Scary yeah, Scary it, Sea. It's still treated as a tribute summon, so it falls, it prevails, or it falls under Masks of Restrict rules where you can't use it at all. So that card just completely stops the deck in its tracks. I mean, it's just it's so easy to side for. So it's it's like Drytron. The, the the ceiling is so high, and if they get their board off uninterrupted, you're probably gonna lose the game. <laughs> but like if you can stop them, I mean they, they don't. And again, they don't go well second at all. Like they they cannot play through an oppressive no. board like at all. Like if if you get a couple of negates on like a well established like Dragon Link board or a Synchro Halk board or something like that, like. They cannot play through that. Like it's just, it's just not going to happen. Like it's, it, it's ridiculous. Um, whereas some decks can just do that. They can play through that without a, you know, a moment's hesitation. Uh, so I mean, yeah, Flundries is good. Uh, do you have any anything more you want to put on Flundries? Nope. I just think that it's good for what it is right now. Um, I think we still need a little bit more. 
I think I would consider I would consider it rogue. Could be tier one though if it maybe. somehow. If it has, if chain I honestly, I don't really see it being come. I don't see it becoming really that meta. To be well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, here's what here's what I think. I think if chain it, it has great potential. I just don't think it's gonna be. I meta. mean, if they ash the chains, I mean, if they ash, like, let's say they ash the starter, Eaglin or whatever, which one I don't remember the effect. And and they, cause like that's chain link too. That's how I save my synchro deck. Just activate chain summoning, and now you got your three normal summons back, which you already had anyway. So, <laughs> like, they do have yeah. ways to get around it that are specific in archetype. I mean, not in archetype, but indirect direct support is what I like to say because even though it doesn't, like, chain summoning is literally meant for, so is, like, a quiet place. Do you know what that is? So, like, I mean, cards like a quiet place, uh, yeah, it, or a quiet life. Quiet yeah, life. Yeah, quiet life. It, 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 those cards, it just, it can run a lot of tech options that really boost it and lock your opponent out completely. So, the deck is good. It could. It yeah. has. Right now, it's probably rogue. It has the potential to be tier one, though. I think it definitely could. It really depends on its representation, and how many people play in the TCG. Um, I also want to talk about Jiang Liang. Um, I, man, I've played this deck a few times, and it's like I, I still. Again, I know we both don't know a lot about it. I really don't either. I just I know they like they're they're big on the tokens, right? And I know token. If I remember correctly, token collector kind of kills the deck, so. If you can turbo out, I think if you can get out the token collectors, you got a you got a good matchup. But like they they do a lot of synchro summoning, man, and they can end on some pretty oppressive boards. Like I know they end on Draco Masters of Tenny a lot of the time. They'll end on some other Omni Negates too. Um, the deck just is good. They can recur resources pretty well. It's it's a good deck. I've 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 lost to them hard a couple of times. So um, I mean I don't know if you've played any Young Leon decks, but I mean they seem like they're they're pretty good. They had representation in the OCG for a few weeks before they kind of fell off to virtual world it was weird so i mean what do you you got any thoughts on Zion leong or not really i just think how like crazy they can just synchro summon <laughs> all the time tokens are busted I think, man don't they synchro summon don't they synchro summon on your they do turn yes too? they do they they can play can on it? your turn if i remember correctly again i haven't played them a lot but i do i think they can play quite i mean there's a lot of synchro monsters just that can play on your turn anyway you know what i'm saying like so, right. yeah. They're they're a good deck. That one is a deck to yeah, watch out for. I think you for. should definitely watch out for that deck. It it could be it, it's already really good, and all it takes is some other people banging it wide open and getting representation to where it could really screw with people. So, um, yeah. You got anything else on Jian Liang? Pretty short there, but I mean, yeah. So we don't again. We don't know a ton about these decks. I I mean, I think Flunderies will probably be the best one. Maybe Jian Liang. Uh, we'll just have to see. Uh, B Trooper, I I really like B Trooper. So I've, again, I don't know a ton about this deck, but I've seen, I've read some of the reports. I've looked at how the combos work, and you know, a lot of their deck require a, a lot of their deck circ circulates about getting a giant moth out on the field, which I think giant moth, if I remember correctly, it limits, it becomes a window. So I think its effect is something like your opponent can only attempt to summon once per turn or something like that. So. And they end on that card plus the Sakata King, and Sakata King is like a spell or trap negate. And they also have that B Trooper Fly Instinct card, which I think is a counter trap, if I remember correctly. Let me let me see if I can find it here. Um, they've they've topped a few events recently. I mean locals. I mean so not super crazy, but like they just from what I've read, they have so much. It is a counter trap. Yeah. So when your opponent activates a monster effect while you control a B-Trooper monster, negate the activation, and if you destroy it... Wow. 
Yeah, that wow. During your end phase, if this card is in your graveyard and you control an insect monster with 3,000 or more attack, you can banish one insect monster from your graveyard, set this card. So you can keep relooping it with insect monsters by banishing it. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> and it's... As many times as you yeah, want. Yeah, it's not an Omni-Negate, but I mean, it is an Opelousa that can be reset every time, basically, as in the form of a counter trap. So it's already hard to respond to. They just have a lot of versatility, like... Um, I really and I, I love the way they look. I love the way they, hundred percent, the way they the, their design and everything. So, I hope they make research. I hope they get more support. And I think well, maybe my mind will change. <coughs> I I think my mind will change more. Like like if I test play it a little bit more and just kind of like discover their ceiling a little bit more. But I don't know. It's it's just it wasn't something that like really, like caught my eye and was like yeah, it's a weird deck it's a weird awesome deck. like it's it, it's weird it, yeah. we'll just have to see how it goes so if you're a mad synchro player right, that's the right, deck for you live twins so live twins are uh i actually so i you know i went six and oh in terms of like you know just battles that i won straight and then i went oh and two against this live twins girl and like i told you about her she was she played live twins and yeah. like she was able i think she was ending on like unchained abomination and avramax Girls yeah, man, she, she kicked my ass, bro. Like, I was, I, I mean, she didn't kick my ass, but, I mean, I lost pretty hard. Like, like I... <laughs> Beaten I by a girl. I can't remember, I mean, I should have done more research on the Live Twins and the Despia, but, like, I remember, like, they had a bunch of stuff that was bouncing, like, I swear it was an archetype stuff that was bouncing my monsters that, like, hit my Megaclops, it would hit my Eldritch, like, it was, it was pretty oppressive, and I'm sorry, Unchained Abomination is just a really good card. Like, it's 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 a really good card. yes. Like yeah, it absolutely. doesn't have protection. Yeah, you can remove it pretty easily. It's only three k, only three k, right? But like, and well, I'm just saying, like in this <laughs> game, like, you know, people say, oh, three k is not that big of a deal. I mean, yeah, it's not, but I mean, it's still kind of fucking three k. You know, like if it's all you got, I mean, 3K I mean, can do some damage. Like four k chaos max is entering right. the chat. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like Live Twins. I think they're really good if piloted correctly. It seemed like she was taking a while to make her decisions when she was searching her stuff. So the deck obviously has recursion and has ways to set stuff that it needs to set. I just don't know a ton about it. And again, she actually was one of the girls that got first place. So she went 8-0 and with that deck. So she, she either is an amazing pilot and the deck is pretty good or the deck is really good and she's still an amazing pilot. So, And I'm willing to bet it's both of the latter options. So... Um, you got anything on Live Twins? I don't know if you've played them at all or a weird deck. Um, I, I mean, Live Twins, <coughs> I think is, I don't know. I think it's very similar to Evil Twins, which I played, which I played against a lot, which I've seen. But, um, uh, I think I just think, uh, I think it definitely has some potential there. Yeah, honestly. they do. They have potential. Like they have. I, gotta do I think it might be it. the next Sky Striker. Yeah, they. I did <laughs> notice they seem like they have a lot of control, but, I mean, again, I don't know a ton about the deck, so I, I just don't know. I mean, I do – I actually yeah. do know a bit about Despia. So, like, I have a friend – I have a friend that plays Despia. Cybers. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they play – so Despia has – it's kind of direct Albaz support, I could say. Like, I don't remember exactly how the deck functions. He plays it – he played it in Invoked Shadows, and it was – I mean, here's the problem with Despia. So Despia, they get out, they've got a couple of boss monsters that are all about 3K, and they're all ritual summons, if I remember correctly. But the big the big one is 
Yu-Gi-Oh is Konami is trying so hard to push Fallen of Albaz. Like every, I swear to God, every every release there's some sort of indirect Albaz support, and it's like the thing is Albaz is a fucking walking super poly. Like it's a walking super poly, so it's really good. Like having a walking non-targeting fusion is ridiculous. So like Despian, okay, Despian. Proskenian, look up, read Proskenian. Okay, so you have the Despia stuff. Like I have Fallen of Albaz, and I'll read yeah. Fallen of Albaz, because like, you. Oh yeah, that's like, a good one. Uh, Fallen of Albaz is really good, um, because he runs a lot of the branded and red, branded and white traps. Uh. Yeah, Fallen Albaz basically says if this card is normal or special summon, except during a damage step, you can discard one card, fusion summon one fusion monster from your extra deck, using monsters on the other field as fusion material, including this card, but you cannot use other monsters you control as fusion material. <laughs> so it's 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 a super poly. Like, it's an eighteen hundred attack super poly. It's it's good. Like um it is a once per turn, which is good, so it's balanced. And they, you know, with the addition to add le, add, add libidum. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That's yep. I mean, come on. It's good. It's a good deck. They were just they. They wanna they wanna they they wanna they wanna pull Despia. They wanna bring Despia to the spotlight. I can tell, especially with branded and red, and then they have Masquerade. Oh, there's so much support for the fucking deck. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, they're just but they're it's trying just like to not there yet. It's missing. Yeah. It's missing it's an essential core. Like it needs yeah. to stop having a bunch of indirect support directed at it, yeah. and it needs to have a core built around it. That's like all Albaz, which I bet I, I bet they're gonna yes. release some Absolutely. Albaz support or something, which will be funny as hell. Um, watch it. Battle of Chaos gets a whole bunch of stuff that you're talking you about right oh now. Should be so funny. I'd laugh. So yeah, I think uh, I. Th- it makes. I mean, it would make sense, you know, because they're all dark oh, yeah. monsters and practically all, you know, dark magicians. Dark so I mean, who knows? Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So yeah, I think. I mean, personally, I, I. Man, I think in terms of the bet, like to answer this question directly before we move on, I think. I mean, just in terms of overall, like it's probably gonna be. Oh man, like B- I I really like B Trooper. I'm gonna just straight up say B Trooper. I'm I'm a B Trooper whore. <laughs> what do you think? You like B Trooper too? No. Nah, I like yeah, Flunderies I was, a little bit better. Uh, I just I just think I think Flunderies has more has potential. more. It, it definitely has more potential options. options. Yeah, it's just, it's just but like, it's like people is gonna run massive restrictive hand traps. It's like no. Exactly. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know though. We'll just have to see. I think yeah, either B Trooper or Flunderies will probably be pretty damn good going into the next format. Like B Trooper's interesting. But yeah, let us know yeah, what I'm you curious think. Just to see what you guys think. Anybody who's um, listening. So yeah, that'll be it for the weekly poll. We just wanted to get that out of way. Get that out of the way. We'll do something. It'll be a different question every week that we do for that. So um but yeah, me on B Trooper, he's on Flunderies and I you know I'd interchange both of those. I think they both can be really good, so um, we'll move on to our closing thoughts. We'll talk about a little bit of stuff here for our closing thoughts, and then we'll end the podcast. And you guys, uh, you guys can go about your day. I know you've probably listened to us all day, and you're like, "Oh man, these guys getting fucking annoying talking about Pokemon." You're not Pokemon, <laughs> Jesus. Even I'm getting tired talking about Pokemon all damn day. Um, but yeah, we'll just end talking about the current format and where it's going to be headed and what we think is going to happen. And then the decks me and him are currently playing right now and how successful they've been both online and in the. Uh, 
at the locals. I've actually attended about 20 locals so far. He hasn't had the opportunity yet just because he doesn't quite have a deck yet, unfortunately. <laughs> I've wasted... I know. It's only, only I, I've online I've wasted too for much me. money, though, man, doing that stuff. But um, So the current format, I mean, it's, it's really good. You know, I, I, I like... I don't think anything is, you know, I, I, I joke and I say I hate Drytron. I, I don't hate it. I, you hate, <laughs> yes, you do. You yeah, hate okay. Drytron okay, with a yes, passion. Don't it. even but, try but and sugarcoat it with like, me. I don't think, like, I'm not going to sit here and call it unfair. Like, with, with Dragoon, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. It's a little bit satirical with fucking Dragoon. But, but the, the, the deck, you know, it has, it, it's a glass cannon sometimes. So you can really get to it if you need to. And I don't think this, I mean, I haven't played a deck yet where I've I felt like I haven't been able to play the game. Like in past formats that I've researched and what I've seen, like apparently that's always been the case, especially during a lot of the big Ad Emancipator and Synchro Eldritch and Guki and you know Spiral and you know Twenty Twenty Dragon Link. There's been de- I mean everybody's playing Dragon Link. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the you know I mean I've came into this and I feel like it's balanced. Like and I played during Dragon Link and that felt hella, hella oppressive. It's starting to balance out. Well, I mean, it's there's nothing. I mean, nobody's out. ending on six negates anymore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Drytron, yeah, but that they take a little bit to get there, man. Like, I don't, I don't think it's. I, I yeah. think it's pretty balanced. Like, I think the current format's in a good spot. So, and I think where it's headed to. I mean, we didn't get any unbelievably oppressive archetypes. So. Or any unbelievably oppressive yeah, parts like, either. There's nothing that screams I'm gonna be banned eventually. There's no deck that screams, Oh god, they're gonna have to kill my core on the next ban list or I'm gonna do some funky shit. Like there's nothing like that. That's that's really hit. None nothing like that. I mean Flunderies, you could maybe say that, but I don't think it's gonna be that way. So um yeah, I like the They won't unless everybody's playing Flunderies. Oh yeah, that's a different. If everybody starts playing Flunderies, well then shit's gonna start hitting the fan. But I mean that's that's just the way it is. Um, Like, yeah, I like the current format. I like where it's at. I think it's gonna be good. I mean, you you have any thoughts on, or do you generally agree with what you think, or do you think it's you think it sucks? (laughs) Well, as far as online goes, I mean, God, I can't. I mean, right now. I think with just all the new stuff that's coming out, I think people are still trying to figure out what they want to play in meta. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of people that are playing. Oh yeah, it's not, it's, it hasn't been defined. Like, but, these months have been weird. No, <clears throat> but I've been but I've been seeing a, a buttload of just like tri brigade and Salomon greats. Like I've seen those cards so much online, it is unreal. Not to mention practically in any type of any type of lobby or things that you want to see, you're going to be seeing people playing the, they want to test out the Dark Magician stuff. Like, that's going to be a thing. A lot of people so are going to want to play that. Because Dark Magician now, man. Like, it's just going to happen. It's going to be, it's going to be a good, good deck to play. And a good, uh, I think it'll be fun uh, for a lot of us. But it's just like, you know, I think right now, I think it's still, the current meta is still kind of like a little unbalanced. And when I say unbalanced, I mean, it's not like, there's not set decks that are yeah not balance like, of power just balance I don't know. of what people are trying to figure out yeah that's what i'm trying oh, to know you're good i was just yeah yep yep 100% okay yeah i, I would agree with you it's th- this these few months have been kind of weird people are still really trying to figure out what works and what doesn't like there's just so many good decks now that it's hard to there's just a lot 
near the end of the year though we'll have a, i think we'll have a more definitive like idea of what the next of uh, what the next phase of the meta will be into this next you know 20 oh yeah synchro elements will be the best deck again you know what i'm saying i already know i already know it's gonna happen <laughs> you wish <laughs> dude satellite synchron just fucking breaks shit open so much i love that card i hope it doesn't get hit konami if you're listening to this please just don't ban satellite synchron please <laughs> like i i needed to draw i needed to abuse tg hyper librarian like continuously i just i love that card please don't <laughs> Um, yeah, I, yeah, current format's pretty good. I like it so far. It's interesting to see the balance ratio and everything else. Uh, so, uh, enough yep. about the current format. We'll talk about that again next week. Cause again, like we said, these few months have been weird with the current format. It seems to be changing ever so fast. Like it's ridiculous. So I'm sure this time again, next week, we'll have a totally different topic on where it's at and some new or oppressive card will be introduced and some new technique will happen that makes me hate the game, but we'll just have to see what happens. So, um, the decks that I'm currently playing right now, I uh, again, like I said, I've been attending locals. I've been playing a lot of Numeron Eldritch, which has been pretty damn successful. I uh, I run a 40-card deck with a bunch of kaijus and shit. And honestly, at my locals, a lot of people like to get out only one or two boss monsters. So I run three Gamaseal and three Volcanic Queen because I don't usually need my normal summon. I've got 12 different ways to get to Numeron Network um, and activate its effect, which can't be Ash anyway, so... Uh, that deck has been really oppressive. I've again, like I told him, like I told Austin, I've topped with it like four times now with that deck, and it's been it's been great. So, it's just Numerons are awesome, man. If you can get them to resolve going first, and your opponent has less than two monsters with like decent attack, you can usually OTK them that turn if they're in posi- attack position. Um, so, <clears throat> the deck is really really good. I uh, it, again, it's kind of a glass cannon because you can't do much after that. Like you can end on a four material Appaloosa going and like if you i run three memories of hope which it's a total win more card but i've got it to resolve more times than not at my locals so i just continue to run it um but i mean going and drawing four is just so powerful off of that effect so uh yeah it's it's a really fun deck you know the eldritch portion of it allows you to grind and kind of get recursion from the graveyard which is nice um i you know I used to, like I said, I'm an Eldritch guy. It's just the deck is so slow sometimes that it, it, it really kills me. <laughs> like, it, it does recur. Like, it ends up going plus two almost every turn. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. annoying. Like, it's a really annoying. The fact that Eldritch just doesn't die in and of itself is really fucking annoying. So, pe- people don't like playing against yep. Eldritch. They, they hate playing against it. Just like people hate playing against a full power Shadal deck that knows how to grind. So, um, yeah. I've yep. also played a little bit of Synchro stuff, which is funny. I mean, a lot of people at my locals run Nibiru right now. So I, I, the funny thing is, I think the ceiling of my Synchro, you know, my Satellite Synchro Halkifi Brax Turbo deck is still the best. But it's just like I, I've gotten Nibiru'd on that deck like four times. So I, I, I'm I, sorry. Like I haven't found a way to properly work around it yet. Like I probably should add like a level 12 Synchro if that even freaking exists. Oh, you know what? I guess they do have a... What is it called? Um, the Math Mech card. Final Sigma. Yeah, I think Final Sigma is like a level 12 or something. So I could use Nibiru. But like still, I get nibiru a lot on that Synchro deck. Like I don't have to worry about that with Numeron Eldlich. Like it just, it can work through a lot. And it can't be ashed by a lot. So um, yeah, it's been pretty good. I, I'm happy with it. It's a fun deck to play. Uh, and I'll leave it off to you. I'm curious to see what you've been playing lately. I know you've been playing a lot of the Dark Magician. I know you still play a lot of Drytron when you feel like being a fucking bully. But, <laughs> um, you know, as of lately, I've been 
trying to get this Dark Magician deck to a T, to as much as I possibly can, like, and especially with the least amount of knowledge that we have with these cards and, like, people having deck profiles, you know, there's not a whole lot of stuff out there quite yet uh, with it. Um, but I've still, but I've still come, you know, I've still come to the conclusion that I could still do more with it, um, which is great, knowing the fact that, like, okay, well, it doesn't just stop there. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Drytron, mostly just like the Herald Drytron variant with fairies. Um, but also I've been kind of playing a lot of Shadals too, just kind of like, just that way I can kind of see like, okay, well, this is where this is going to be. Uh, but I haven't really dipped my toes into Tri-Brigade or Solomon Great yet because I just, I don't know, I just, I don't really like them. Uh, they're just not really something that, um fits my fancy. What he won't tell you uh, is that he loses to I, Tri Brigade I, I, and Drytron. It's like his one bad matchup. So I'll hail you Tri Brigade players if you play him, make him suffer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I mean I just I, I just like Drytron a lot more. I just like the the recursion that I can get from it and without having to splash. And same thing with the Dark Magician. It's just like, you know, I can get I want to try and get recursion from that. So I'm still working with it, but Shadal being able to play in your opponent's turn, that's great. I mean, those are really the main decks that I've been playing right now, which I, you know, I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, and this and this motherfucker, sorry, I've sweared a lot on this podcast tonight, just so you guys know, this is an explicit podcast. This isn't necessarily a family-friendly podcast because we like, we let our emotions, uh, we, we, we tend to let our emotions go here. You'll, you'll find that anytime we talk about Drytron, I get in a somewhat bad mental state because I hate the deck as much as I do, but that's just how it is. Um, <laughs> uh, this guy, it's so funny because he loves to run that stupid purple light and that stupid green light, which, you know, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you play a meta decks, you Great know that cards. nobody Great runs cards. those cards. Everybody runs Except orange me. light. But this motherfucker is like, oh, I'm just going to throw this shit in and negate all his numerod crap, which is fine. You know, I'm not sitting here being salty, maybe just a little bit. But, <laughs> yeah, full power Drytron, man. That, that deck is just, I don't know. It's, it's uh, I, I think, but, yeah, it's I don't oppressive. know. Something needs to happen to that deck. I'm just going to say it. Like, it won't. It won't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think, gods. I don't think Konami's going to hit it. Like, I think they'll hit the Dragoon. And I've already nope. said, like, I don't think it actually is that bad. Like, if you just hit the Dragoon, then I don't have to worry about you, like, going into some stupid bullshit. Like, <laughs> I can deal with a Perfection plus a Beatrice and, like, three fairies in the hand as long as I have a Kaiju. I can I can deal with that. But, like, plus a Dragoon, you're just trying to make my day salty? Like, come on, man. Because I know... You just, are you, well, are you trying thing. to piss me If off I Kaiju today? the Perfection, right, or the Ultimatist, I know you have an Orange Light in the hand. I know it. I know it. Easily. So Easily. Yeah, or or Green like, Light. So or you already light. have a negate with Dragoon, an Omni, and you already probably have an Omni negate in your hand. So it, does, it doesn't matter. Or, like, it doesn't or, matter. or I'll have an Eva in my hand and then just get those cards that I need to my hand. Yeah, Eva, that's the card that needs to go. Hit Eva. Can we? I actually, <laughs> everything else is fine. Ban Eva. That stupid little fur is ridiculous. How about this? How about they just? How about they just ban Eldritch? That would be great. Do you just say that because you were losing to me so much with Eldritch when we first started? He he was getting <laughs> creamed by Eldritch because it was monkey set card, monkey recur from graveyard by banishing the whole time. Because okay, so what he what he won't tell you is that when I first got into this, you guys okay, we're we're gonna end this soon because we're going off tangent. And I know you guys probably have other things to do, but 
like again, he plays Code Talkers. Play a lot of Code Talkers. So when I, I got into this shit, talkers. Love he would just turbo out the fucking access code and burn me. And you know, fifty three hundred access code, pop, 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 dun, 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 dun. Every game, I finally started using utopia shit to like kick over his stupid access code because I hated it. And uh, like I, I like didn't I still wasn't successful enough because you after that you would go into fucking Avermax, so. You'd get out the Avermax. Avermax, Access Code Talker, Firewall yeah, Dragon. So I had I to mean, go... Firewall Exceed. I had to play Elblitch because uh, it. It, it just outgrinded your deck. Like, your deck can already grind, but it, your deck doesn't rely on going yeah. in for the OTK first round. It can't do that with Access Code. So it's like, I no. can still break you down and grind the game out with Elblitch every single time. Like, every single time I could do it. Um... But even you play Eldritch, dude. I, I hate you when you play Eldritch against me. Like, dude, the deck is 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 by far, it, it, <laughs> it's the most annoying. It's so I've annoying. Played it enough. I know how. Like, to play it's it. so <laughs> fun for the person that's playing the deck. But like, if you're playing against it, you're like, playing dude, can it? I just go like chop my dick off or something? Like, fuck me. Like, like this Please. sucks. Like, I hate <laughs> it. so. Yeah, I think that's it for our closing thoughts, man. Uh, I mean, you got any other th- any any other thoughts before we head out for the night? I think we're. Uh, yeah, if if you are kind of hovering over the Battle of Chaos uh, deck, keep your keep an eye out for this next this next box because I will wholeheartedly spend a lot of money just to get the certain cards that I need for that box. It is going to be very very good. I think even even if they just decide to put in some garbage and then like. Because I know that for a fact they're going to give some more black. I think they're going to add some more black luster stuff to it. Uh, I think they might get a reprint of the black luster soldier that is the link three. We might get a reprint of that of like maybe a secret or a prismatic. I don't know, maybe. But I think it'll be cool, like for them to add some more black luster stuff. Maybe like a maybe like a, another black luster link monster. I don't know. I just think it'll be cool. I just think it's going. I just I honestly think and have good feelings about this next box. I like the the obelisk and and uh wing dragon raw or well, not, not the well, the god the god decks, <laughs> uh, the god structure decks. <laughs> booty. That was dumb. That was a worse that was a really terrible thing. I think that this next one is going to be great. I think Donna Majesty was Oh, they okay, got the they got but, the Harpy's Feather Duster in the God Structure decks. That was that was worth it in and of itself, right? To get a cheap yeah, to get a cheap I mean it's like sixteen but, bucks. I mean fucking that's a good value. <laughs> You're getting six bucks back. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't yeah. Know. Oh, great. Six dollars. Well, I mean, oh my harpies god. Harpies is good, bro. Oh, come on, bro. Don't hate on the harpies. Don't harp on the harpies. Don't harp on the harpies. I ain't harping <laughs> on the harpies, bit. but I just think I, I for you guys just keep your keep your keep stacking that money in your wallet fat because Battle of Chaos is going to be awesome. It will be. It's going to be dope. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think that'll be it for this uh, for this first uh, version of the podcast or first episode of the podcast. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, we'll be branching out and doing YouTube and a website and everything else soon. We're just still starting to get everything formulated. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see what we got next format. And uh, next week we'll do another podcast and we'll do some other stuff. So thank you guys for listening and have a good night.